One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. As you can see, Ross is having a well-earned week off this week. At no expense, we have flown in. Only the best for you at home. His stunning replacement, Andrew, from all the way from the other side of the office. Stop it. Thank you, Matthew. That's very kind of you. I'm very excited, very nervous to be here. Big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill. But I'm looking forward to talking to the boys and having a nice time. This is going to be a wholesome-ass edition of the podcast, Matthew. <laughs> it certainly is. I can't wait for Andrew to ruin his lovely Twitch career in three short hours. <laughs> <laughs> and the other end of this week's Muller Corner, the vanilla chocolate balls himself, Jack the Jobber. <laughs> That's a very good one. That's very good. How are you, Matthew? I'm doing grand because I am leading the charge in this podcast, the little spoon himself, Matthew, dressed up in my American onesie, because it's bloody freezing. Mm. It is cold. It is cold in Newcastle. Did you know that Newcastle is the coldest city in England? I di- do you know what, Jack? I did know this because did? I did because right. I watched your Desert Island Graps the other day because I've oh, just been on you? a podcast. I've been on a massive podcast binge recently. Just been listening to all sorts of different stuff, and I was like, go, go on, then I'll listen to what to what Jack's got to say. And you said it in there. Oh, thanks. Always now learning. I feel now I feel very. Um, did I say anything weird? Uh, no, no, you were, right. you were fine. I had to think then. No, but you were, you were fine. You were all good. That's all right then. That's all good. Fantastic. Because obviously, Andrew, you're not from Newcastle upon Time or this area of the North East, Richie. Where are you from, Andrew, for the people who don't know you? I'm from North Yorkshire, a little town called Skipton, where uh, there's, there's, there's a big Tesco where I used to work. Ah, it's mental, right? Fish and chip <laughs> shop. Uh, canal canal boats and stuff. I think there was an Olympian or something because we've got a gold post box, but I'm actually not entirely sure about who it is, which is which is good, right? I should probably know that, but is that a thing, by the way? If you have an Olympian from your, mm-hmm. your town, you get a gold, gold post, post box. box. I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. Mm. Do we have one in Newcastle? We must. We must do. It's got to be. Well, Pac's going to win the AW World Title this year, so then we'll get one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, it's a cool thing. I'm going to have to Google that afterwards. Maybe other people could do it in another tab while they listen to us run down the news compiled together lovingly by our, I think we decided last week, Jack, our loyal news monkey. He's, he's a lesser news ape. Oh, the, that was mm. it. The lesser news ape. <laughs> Andrew Gibbons. Aiden Gibbons. In, Aiden, no, uh, oh, yeah. Aiden Gibbons. <laughs> I'm good with names, Jack. More on that later on. As we've previously uh, learned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm good with some things. Pictures mm. of dogs wearing good clothing, and that's it. 
Maxell, all my stats in the wrong categories, I'm sorry. Just, be- just before we get on to the news, uh, somebody emailed in in the mailbag and I, they, the email didn't make the cut and they'd included some pictures of their dogs for you to include on your wall and I feel so terrible for that person. So I'd just like to oh. apologise now to that person for not getting their email in the in the mailbag section. Disgusting. Yeah, I know. Wait, I don't have a printer. Oh, well then. Coltaholic has a printer. <laughs> How many dogs my... do you want printed off? Right, that print could be my big dogs. walk next week. <laughs> Or this week, whatever. I mean, it's it's we've got seven inches of snow outside, so maybe the last thing I ever do. But yeah, that could be my reason to leave the house. Fair um, enough. So if you send that to Andrew, then Andrew can print them off. I will pick up the dog. I will walk. I will walk the two hours in this or two and a half hours, I guess, with the snow. Get the dogs and go cheers, and then walk back. Right. I'll um I'll I'll forward those to you, Matthew, after this podcast, and we'll. Have I a can't wait. Cool. I can't wait. More dogs for the dog wall. <laughs> Uh, we'll start off the negative stuff for the news, the big news from last week, because obviously we do this on Thursday and there's, stuff always happens, inevitably on the Friday. Uh, Butch Reed passed away at the age of 66 last week. I've read about him being a big star in 83. I'll admit South UWF, but I'm not that into it, to be honest with you, at that period of history. To me, he'll always be one half of the tag team of Doom. Late day NWA, early WCW. Then mind you, Teddy Long and obviously Big Ron Simmons. And obviously, he's also known infamously kind of as the person who was scheduled to possibly be in line to defeat Ricky Steamboat. Does get a bit hazy if you ask certain 80s wrestlers for the IC title. He wasn't making his bookings, so instead they went, "Uh, who else can we do? Hey, that Elvis guy, that could work. Oh, right. That's how we got the Honky Dot Man's run. Mostly, mostly true. Like I said, a lot of these stories do tend to get a bit Rashomon. But what about yourself, Jack? Any memories or thoughts about Butch Reed? No, I, did, I didn't read... Obviously, I knew the name. I knew who Butch Reed was, but I wasn't too familiar with him. But if there's any, po- if there's ever a, a small positive when someone says sadly pass away, it's that people share around their favourite memories and matches of those people. So there's always a chance to like to learn more. Um, so that's been, that's been good this week. He just seemed like one of those proper like old-school wrestlers who just seem hard as balls and terrifying. So it's great. Absolutely. And someone sent... Someone sent. Someone uploaded a little clip on uh, on Twitter. Uh, you know the the spot where the good guy is giving the bad guy a sunset flip, but then the bad guy whoa yeah. grabs the ropes. The yellow are on, as OSW would say. Yes, yeah. of course. God, yeah, thank you. Uh, he's got the ropes, and then if he's like, "Hey, go off, go off, go off, go off," and then just kicks the hands out. There's a clip of Butch Reed on Twitter where he does that, and this is going down. Butch Reed does the <laughs> two hours point at the referee. It's amazing. And Andrew. Like you said, sometimes some of us here at Cultaholic get confused as to how much about wrestling you exactly know. Yeah. Uh, so do, did you know Butch Reed? Um, not not um, sort of well. Again, sort of like Jack said, it, he wasn't someone that I really like followed or, or sort of knew a lot about. But um, again, yeah, it's uh, I say it's nice, but obviously when someone passes away, it is nice that people remember that person and you see lots of things online and everything about it. And I saw that gif as well that you're on about there and I was like, Oh man, he seems like a cool dude. <laughs> just yeah. just doing that, but but yeah, unfortunately, I didn't know too much about him. But um, yeah, I'll uh, I'm gonna check some more stuff out. Yeah. Reed doing the you're pretty good as he goes out. <laughs> also passing away, Leon Spinks. Uh, Leon Spinks, famous for his 1978 victory, surprisingly over Muhammad Ali, the only man to take a title from Ali in the ring. Uh, the aging Ali expected an easy fight instead. Completely outboxed by Spinks, who did not tire throughout the bout. The reason why I bring him up is because he is one of the only men, I think the only guy, Touchwood, 
to hold a World Heavyweight Boxing title and a Pro Wrestling World Heavyweight title. As Onita brought him in into FMW because Onita was trying to outdo Inoki, who famously had that little thing with uh, Muhammad Ali. So he thought, aha, I'll get the guy who beat Ali. Therefore, I'll be better than Inoki. And, you know, wow. Wrestlers. And I so, never knew that. And when you said Leon Spinks, I had my wrestling brain on, not my everything apart from wrestling brain. So I was like, who did he work for? And then you were like, the guy who beat Muhammad Ali. I was like, of course, obviously. Yeah. Wow, fair obviously enough. Obviously him. So, yeah. Two world titles and two complete different sports. And he did show up at a few of the wrestling events in Philadelphia. They like Leon Spinks will be in attendance. And I think there's at least one CGW show he was flown into it. He can't see it, but apparently he's like he's front row grinning. And then like the main event comes on, he's just asleep. So, <laughs> so respect for Leon Spinks and those amazing matches he had with Onida. Just because I thought I'd just share that. That's I think I don't I'm gonna go. And what are your memories of Leon Spinks, professional wrestler? I don't think there'll be any. Well, feel free to shock me. No, go on no, once, no, go on twice. Uh, yeah, that's answer. absolutely I got fine. Nothing. And uh, news that people care about: WWE's Bad Bunny merchandise has brought in over half a million dollars. According to Fightful Select, all four items of Bad Bunny merch occupy the top-selling spots on WWE Shop, with the men's T-shirt at number one, pullover hoodie at number two, women's T-shirt at number three, and youth T-shirt at number four. Right, right. So, obviously, there was a bit of a debate when he appeared at the Rumble, because everyone, not everybody, but a lot of people were going, well, I've never heard of Bad Bunny. And then everybody else was saying, where have you been? And everyone else replied, we've been watching wrestling and stuff. Now, I find it a bit odd, because you know how the Super Bowl happened last week? There were people on my Twitter saying they'd never heard of The weekend. Andrew, fair oh, enough, fair, fair play, Andrew said, I, I've not really listened to The weekend, but I'm aware of him. And I was thinking, mm. God... Never heard of the weekend. Like everyone's surely heard of the weekend, but apparently not. And it made me realise, like goths are weird. Not got. I mean, I consider myself. <laughs> I consider myself more on the alternative side of the spectrum than like the chart music side, if that is a sliding scale at all. Mm. But I mean, I've heard of the weekend. Some of his songs are bloody marvelous, aren't they? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That one, that one. That's the only one that I know, but it's yeah. but it's good though. I should point out, it wasn't wrestling people I follow saying they never heard of the weekend because after WrestleMania last year, everybody were, was, uh, you, there was no choice. There was yeah. no choice in the matter. No. Yeah, I was gonna say the rest of the podcast isn't gonna be heard because we're gonna get DMCA'd. That pitch perfect. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rich, Richard, can you just put over just like <laughs> like the, the bad recorder version? Just a MIDI version. Yeah. yeah. This is not the weekend. <laughs> Cheese pizza. Sorry. Oh, no. Getting there Andrew, early. Andrew went to Stay Gold once. Were you there on the infamous Stay Gold night? Oh, that night with the pizza? I wasn't on Cheese Pizza oh, night. We just bro. went like one I can't remember what it was. We just went yeah. one night after I, I Palmo was, night. I was, <laughs> I was drunk, right? And I remember like there was a girl in a different like part and, and she was like, Oh, I'm from, I'm from Yorkshire. And I was like, you know, you're drunk and it just sounds amazing. I was like, I'm a mate from Yorkshire. Yeah. And I ran and grabbed Andrew and I was like, there he is. And then like a song came on that I liked. So I just went off again, back into the main bit and le- left Andrew with this poor, well, so, left, poor, left poor Andrew with this poor girl. And neither we were, of them. <laughs> we were just like talking like, where are you from? 
oh yeah, not not so far from down road, yeah. And then uh, she was like, I can't remember. I think she said she was from Halls or something. And I was like, that's it. That's my in. Last at summer wine. And then I just like started oh, spouting when, oh, off right. oh, about nice. last of the summer wine for like half an hour. And she was like, I think I'm gonna go back oh, to my so. friends now. And I was like, yeah, it's probably a good idea. Well, that's all right. I mean, it didn't go as badly as I thought it might have gone Uh-oh. because I just forced two very just people who had not. You were both from Yorkshire, and I decided they it's must. Like a they must be friends. Yeah, it's I was like, like a connection. You know, you hear one like in the I, distance, like "Whoa, what's that?" Someone just back. said, "Someone just missed out a T in a word," and you're like, "Yeah, my friend," and then you just go <laughs> and then you're instantly like drawn to them and and speak to them. It's a connection. I look back and I'm really embarrassed of myself because I was like, what was I doing? I felt like I was playing The Sims or something. You were, very, you were very drunk. I was yeah. drunk that you night. You were very drunk remember, that remember, night. Remember when we could go out and have friends? <sighs> that was a good night as well. No. That was a good night? No, I didn't remember. No, <laughs> please, please say more. The theatre of the mind, I'll just shut my eyes and come up this alien world. It is funny you say that though because one time at MAGFest in USA land, there was some like, hey, there's another British person here. And I'm like, uh, and in my head, I'm like, oh, come on, mate. I'm like, oh, is there? You know, like, yeah, yeah. played along because the Americans are all like, they're all Anglophiles. They're all obsessed. They're like, hey, come over here. I don't know, Dylan, come here. Anyway, all right. I went, oh, got nothing no. in common. Nothing like, mate, in common. Come on. <laughs> like, what do you want us to do? Oh, so how's the queen? Yeah. No, I have no idea what you want this part. <laughs> She's fine. She's asking after you. So there we go from that one discussion from. From Bad Bunny's merch, so clearly we're all going to go out and buy it yeah. after this. And according to a report from Fightful Select, uh, Steve Cutler was released. He was released stemming from having uh, COVID in early January, tested positive, and I think that's been not the reason for the getting rid of. The reason is, knowing that there's going to be a high risk of uh, contagion, him and a lot of other people attended a New Year's Eve party. Right. And that was probably what got released because uh, people yeah. specifically, oh, I don't know, Roman Reigns, someone who sticks out the most, is probably like, yeah, I'm going to come back if it's safe and seeing people who are, let's face it, easy to get rid of doing stuff like this. It's, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, Steve. Uh, Casey Catanzaro went on Twitter to have a go, I believe, at WrestleTalk to clarify things, saying, hey, hey, they only attended New York City parties like lots of other people were doing. That makes and it that's worse. Why he was yeah, like, that makes it so <laughs> much worse. Right. right. Uh, she's deleted the tweet since after everyone went, what, what's your point? <laughs> yeah, all right, fine. We, we agree. Yeah, well done. And, uh... then, and then I saw James Van Der Beek edit her in the Ninja Turtles 2 film as super spreader. Uh... <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's uh, Cutler getting released. Obviously, it's not like, yay, he's released. But at the same time, it's like, oh, where, mate? Yeah, I suppose so. What's Wesley going to do? Wesley Blake? Mm. It's not his fault. I, don't know, I hope he's got a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> got nothing, pal. Also, the rest of the formula, hopefully you word this correctly, uh, the rest of the formula known as Tyler Rex now is a Gabby Tuft. And we here at Cultaholic are always happy reading about people find themselves in this wonderful journey of life we all find ourselves traveling through. And we all wish Gabby... Oh, wait, she's a COVID denier. And she goes to shops <laughs> and encourages people not to wear masks. 
Whoa. Awesome. <laughs> was that, was that, did you know this or did you just read that? Was that acting? No, this is me trying to act. I'm sorry. That was really good. That, that was, was very really good. Yeah. Time. Oh, thank you. Sometimes this stuff's all right. Yeah, makes up for the stuff where <laughs> makes up for all the other times where I stutter and start like I'm trying to prime a chainsaw. <laughs> we're obviously fully behind LGBTQ stuff, yeah. so, but we're not behind COVID denying. No, God. Yeah, it, it's always suck. It's, it's I'm one of these people who's like, oh, LGBT stuff, so heartwarming and nice, and they get reminded, oh wait, they can still be a bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, have a nice life, uh, Gabby, as long as it lasts. Oh, um, no. oh no. No. And I think that might be the news to end on. Well, oh, wait, end on wow, there. What a way, yeah. Might <laughs> a bit better then, really. Hey, Leon Spinks, what a guy, hey. <laughs> oh, yeah, there really right. is the news. Do the claps. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no. To, to attribute to Butch, can we all go, that was the news and fall backwards and point at the camera. Yeah, right, okay. Three, two, one. That was the news. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus it. Christ. Seamless. So Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Now time for everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. Mm. And in condescending order from last week, obviously Ross's picks weren't here, uh, Brody Jr.'s commentary, 23%. Oh dear, how sad, never mind. Well, now for because, context, yeah, for context, context, then, I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't want to, you sounded incredibly heartless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, right, yeah. Sorry, I was going to add some context, go on. Oh, go for it, I'll let you, yeah, go for it. Oh God, thank you very much, pal. Ross only put this in because I had voted for it. No, I'd submitted it, I should say, and it hadn't got in. So Ross put my pick in from two weeks ago just to see if he would get in because he's Ross. Just a big flex, wasn't it? It was a flex. Yeah. Oh, not not flexing much, are you, pal? 23%. Billy Kay. Ah, specifically a performance at the Rumble, which my housemate, who doesn't watch wrestling, loved and adored because she was amazing. 37%. Oh, well. I think one of them was from my housemate, so thanks for throwing your money away. <laughs> but obviously, I can't really talk about flexes and Ross this week while talking about the pick. Ross's mum, 40%. Thank well you. deserved. Well What's deserved. Ross's mum's name, uh, Jack? I don't know, and I didn't want to dox her, so I didn't say it. Oh, well, good I, don't, lad. I, still don't, I didn't ask what it was. I didn't even, just in case I accidentally did. So yeah, I, I you know what it isn't, though. It's not Kayla. It's not Kayla, no. <laughs> no it's you not have Kayla. to be a tit. <laughs> to get to hear Kayla and think, oh, is that your mum? And Roscoe, no. It's the, it's the last you've met, Matthew. Yeah. I think your Facebook well, friends of her as well. I, I'm like, I, told, oh, no. I told my girlfriend about this and she was like, oh, that explains it. Because she said that you come up to her and you once were like, hello, trouble. <laughs> which sounds like, which sounds like yeah. very, which is a good way of, but she was like, oh, that must be why. Yeah, that was there. Mm. <laughs> Look, I'm bad with names. Yeah, Faces yeah, I fair, never forget, totally but yeah, names yeah. just... You sh- you sh- of course, of course. Hello, Jack's friend. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's if I like you. Don't even know, Jack. So, as the winner of last week's isn't here, Andrew, would you like to go first in your submission for this week's Hall of Fame? Yeah. Ooh. Um, I was like, I was a bit nervous about trying to figure out what to do here, but then I heard someone was like, oh, Adam picked grass or something one time. Oh, so I was like, okay, well, That's maybe it should be spirit. all right. It's against the spirit of the whole I'm not saying I've gone for grass. Okay. So I'm going for clouds. Um, no, no, no. I'm, only, I'm, going, oh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You. I'm going for, um, I'm going for Nia Jax's hole. <laughs> <laughs> he might have won it, Matthew. 
for, for so right. I, I, and my reasoning for this is obviously fantastic. Just a fantastic segment in the wrestling this this week. I mean, you you can't deny that. But right in a in a week that's also included Weetabix and beans, like it still somehow managed to shine through that. Yeah. So that hole has managed to shine through <laughs> and spread so much light on on the social media as a whole. She's even had like uh, what is it? B day, B day, B day companies come up yeah, and yeah. say, do you, "Do you want a sponsorship? Do you want a free one and that?" And like, she's that's my pit. I'm just going. I'm going for it. That's the one. Not Weetabix and beans, but Nia Jax's hole. Sometimes in the Hall of Fame, a tap in presents itself to you. But you'd be a fool not to accept that, and I'm, mm-hmm. and fair enough, you know, fair enough, Andrew. I is that a crowd that. pleaser though? You know, should I have gone for something else? No, no, that is a crowd pleaser. Okay. That is a crowd pleaser. Um, don't worry about. It's not like this. You're like the the John Cena. You're not the you're not the Ricky Steamboat. You know what I mean? You're not like okay. You, you, but you've you've appealed to the masses, and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, that's good. that's all right. Mm. Yeah, Jack just called you a mid-carder, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's not no, wrong. He's, yeah. he's John Cena. I know. Um, that's I thought that would have been an pick. easy pick, that's like Jack pick. said. But those puns. Those puns. I mean, it's like, eh, it's like puns. Oh, there we go. Yeah, thank you. We'll be having them. That's what life's yeah. all about is puns. I keep, I'm getting hot and then cold. I keep taking this jacket off. But I'm oh, ready. God. I'm ready, guys. I'm feeling good. He's buzzing with feeling that. good. Oh, Feeling good. That's it. The, the Hall of Fame's done. You, you're good now. <laughs> just, just coast the rest of the time. Oh, can second? Just because. Uh, oh, no, Christ. I've just remembered, actually. Uh, and this is me like trying to crap act. My mum sent me a message saying, can you nominate me for Hall of Fame? Because I haven't been put in. And oh. I'm like, I'll figure a way out. Can we just put her in the Hall of Fame? Because as an honorary member because I don't want to have to deal with the fact that my mum doesn't get voted in and she sends me yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, she, like, she Matthew deserves... the bird. I'm like, no, oh, mum, don't cry. She fully deserves to be a member of the Hall of Fame. Thank yeah. you. We'll just pretend she's in. All right, mum, do you hear she, that? I think she might be the only non-member of the podcast who's done a, an intro. I, I mean, that's pretty Yeah, good. there we go. That's just it. Your honorary member, mum, thank you for all your services. You've got the purple heart from Cultaholic. Right? <laughs> uh, my other pick, probably one this week, I was on a lovely listen to uh, some bands and stuff that my dad likes, like Little Feet and um, some of the ones that you probably would have heard of, and just enjoying the, the dad music that I always thought I'd get round to but didn't, and thought, well, I've got plenty of spare time now. I came across something I think's good. Middle of the Venn diagram for everybody here watching and listening to this, and that is Electric Light Orchestra's Mr. Blue Sky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair. I mean, I've been listening to a lot of ELO this week, and my God, what a weird, strange, cool band they were. But then Mr. Blue Sky came on and nothing but good memories came up because it's been used in so many different things and so many different adverts and TV, film, whatever. But I can like shut my eyes and think of the times it's come on at Rise. And I've been like, oh, I'm kind of knackered me. Like, oh, she's probably gone home. And I dun, 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 comes on. I'm like, yeah, sun is shining. Yeah, you know how it sounds. It's a good, it's very good. Yeah. Yes. So that's my pick for the Hall of Fame this week. That's a big pick. And, and music songs sometimes do get nominated, but it's usually by me when I can't think of what I do. And I've just been listening to that song that week. So we'll see how this goes. This is already hot enough to be a great Hall oh, of Fame wow. week. And therefore, I present my nomination for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> last week. puts on his jacket for Again. dramatic effect. My nomination is last week's Hall of Fame segment. Ooh. 
because it was I think it was an all time I think it was an all time great meta I know I know very meta right here Andrew, ask him why he's doing that. Why are you doing this, Jack? Uh, f- this is from Matthew. This was a question from Matthew <laughs> in the audience. Uh, Matthew is asking, why have you done this? Should I answer it like a politician? Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, with uh, no, that's more footballer after a football match. <laughs> <laughs> Boris, what do you think of this trade agreement? Yeah, of course. Yes, uh, great performance. Um, I'm doing it to try and win, guys. I'm doing it to try and win, but I wasn't expecting... I forgot about Nia Jax's hole. Mm, so now I'm not, not... Well, exactly, and now I'm not as confident. But my nomination is last week's Hall of Fame segment. Mm. But anything specific about it for the people who didn't perhaps <laughs> Oh, sorry, right. I see what you're doing. God, this is like when one of the kids forgets their line in the nativity and the teacher's like, follow the star. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that it was a great Hall of Fame segment because of the tactics involved. Like you had Ross going for your previous pick and then we had me going for Ross's man. And then which one did you go for again? Uh, Billy Kay, wrestler. And you just following your heart, which is the right thing to do. But it was such a, it was such an entanglement of styles. I thought it was an all-timer. And I just wanted to try and sound clever in this week's one. And I couldn't think of one. There, I've, I've got to the point. I've done like most Sislak when he's like, I've got a hot day tonight. A day. Dinner with that. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything, right? That's why. It's like a Game of Thrones. It sounds like Game of Thrones last, last week. Just it was. All these different strategies going on. There was, there was oh, deception. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was good. Yeah, the, the, the good Game of Thrones, not the last few seasons. Yeah. yeah. But this is why I like Jack. It's why people think I'm a dick, the Jack. Uh, <laughs> I just asked Jack, look, pretend... I put my podcast hat on. Pretend people haven't seen it this week. Give some exposition. And Jack went, yeah, it was great. And this happened, this happened. The different styles coming together. It was like the unbreakable three-way from TNA 2005. It was amazing. <laughs> and then Jack keeps on going. Well, I mean, it was all right, I guess. It wasn't. We've, had, we've done better ones. Oh, and he keeps I'm... on going. I couldn't think of what anything. All right, lads. I'm like, Jack. <laughs> I lose Jack, steam. you can confess to something you didn't do. Have you heard the song by Flight of the Concords, the Hip Hopopotamus versus the Rhinoceros? It's so good. Yeah. There's a part where Jermaine tries to freestyle and then just absolutely craps the bed. And he goes, sometimes when I freestyle, I lose confidence. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's me. <laughs> Lovely. But only you can do that, Jack. Yeah, yeah. So, wow, what a Hall of Fame lineup we have this week. Just to recap then, we have Clouds, no. Nijax's Hole. I mean... That's going to win. I think it's all—it's all going to depend on what happens on Raw. If they're going to carry on doing it, because obviously they censored it on YouTube, presumably because they can't really be having like buy the cool action figures for kids. Oh my hole! (laughs) Bit of a contradiction there, but who knows? Uh, ELO's Mister Blue Sky, dun 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 dun, and last week's Hall of Fame segment. So it'll be two weeks Hall of Fame segment by the time it comes along. Wow, those three picks are yours and yours only. For those who go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic and place your bets. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah. <sighs> this week in wrestling. And Andrew, this is the bit where we look back at the week of wrestling and give our well opinionated opinions. So we start off with SmackDown because canonically, that's the first oh, one to come along. Oh no, what's this? What's he done there? My wrestling out on. <laughs> no. I'm ready. <laughs> Lovely. Roman Reigns opens the show. He's really annoyed because Edge has been on Raw and NXT, but he knows that Roman is the highest profile option for WrestleMania. Edge doesn't show up. Heyman explains that he isn't here, and Roman says he expects a decision by the end of the night. 
Mm. Baron Corbin faces Dominic again. He attacks Dom and Ray during the entrance, but Dom still wins with help from his dad. Oh. Now, 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 now. I'm just not certain who this helps, you know? Do we know what the aim of this is? I know that they don't want to have, they clearly don't want to have Dom beat Baron clean, but why not? He's beaten Rollins, hasn't he? Or he beat Murphy. Yeah. He's done, he's done all right. He's done I, okay. wondered, I wondered if, and I'm not sure, like, I can't remember afterwards or what. Do, did Dom know that Ray grabbed Baron's legs under the ring? Oh, oh. So no, I'm no, like, like no, thinking. Like this. I'm thinking that Dom finds Dom finds out that oh wait I didn't beat him clean. Dad help me. Dad you got to stay out of my business. Dad get out of my room. Dad all mm. that kind of stuff. And then I want to see I want to see some feud between them two. I want to see some like you said you said Jack on on the Twitter on the Twitters like let's build up to a Ray and Dom feud. I, I did. I, I I want that. I want that big time. But that I was my that thinking well. that maybe that might have been like the thing. Because Ray was obviously hidden under there, mm. you couldn't really Dom from where he was in the ring couldn't really see, see what Ray was doing. So I don't know, maybe I, don't know. I like mm. it. I hope that I hope that is what's happening. That's mm. it. Trying to escape, escape the shadow of Ray Mysterio Jr. Good luck, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Bryan puts over Cesaro because he's just a great guy. Mm-hmm. They share a fist bump afterwards. Oh, you mean put over like. Sorry, like he, he beat, like, actually, he doesn't. He doesn't get on the mic and go. He's classic. Yeah, he that's actually, what I thought you meant. You're no, right he, here. He actually puts him over in the in the traditional. So he, pro he, wrestling he tap, taps, out, taps out to him in the sharpshooter. Mm. Wow. Thanks good for man. putting me over, Brian. No problem, Cesaro. You're a great <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, sometimes people use like putting over to mean talk nicely about or cut a promo on to mean have a go at. Like, oh, he came backstage fuming and he cut an absolute promo on it, like that sort of thing. But no, he physically put him over. Look wonderful. What a nice guy. <laughs> Ruby Riot faces Bailey, but again, Billy Kay tries to help Ruby win. Liv Morgan stops it this time, but Ruby loses anyway. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> Banker Belair talks about her choice of opponent for Mania. Reginald interrupts and says that if she challenges Sasha, she'll lose. I'm not sure why she's doing this, possibly to keep Carmella in a title picture? Yeah, I couldn't work out what Reginald's motive was here. Hmm. Carmella comes out and says that she's beaten Sasha before, and she can beat Bianca too. Sasha now interrupts and says that she admires Bianca, but she isn't the best. She isn't the coolest. And that brings out ECW hardcore champion, Justin Crump. Sorry, Reginald (laughs) (laughs) Reginald says that Bianca got lucky in the Royal Rumble. So she spanks him with her hair and he flies out the ring. Yeah. What was mm. this segment? Now, watching this segment felt to me as if I was in the process of learning the English language but wasn't quite there yet. So I understood little things that were sort of happening and being said, but the reason behind everything, I had no clue what was going on. Was was I just confused? Did this make sense to either of you? No, I watched it and was like, I just don't... I don't really get it because it felt like Reginald wasn't almost not that he wasn't acknowledging Carmella or anything but it was like why are he's, you guys he's gone, he's gone rogue yeah why are you guys there in the ring and then even when she like whips Reginald out of the ring Carmella's still just in there anyway just being like that just that just happened Bianca celebrates whipping her hair back and forth yeah 
And Carmela's just stood there like, just oh, gone. well, she's got one over on my friend. What, what? are you going to do? I know. It was a weird segment. I feel like this might have been the sort of segment that was rewritten so much, it lost track of where it first was trying mm. to achieve something. I don't know. Well, we can relate to that with this podcast, I guess. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> 100%. And then when she whipped her hair back and forth, with people online going, I've never heard of this song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Surely Drowning Pool would be a more appropriate choice. <laughs> Gabe and Otis lose to Ziggler and Rude. It says here, which is sad. That is sad. <laughs> I, mean, I like is. I, I like Gable. I want him to win some matches. But then to cheer him up. Oh god, did it, I think I skipped a lot of this because a lot of this month I'm like, did this happen? To cheer us up, we get a video promo from Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan reminds us that he and Edge used to be tag partners. And he expects Edge to beat whoever he faces at WrestleMania. Matthew, oh, that's you... right. It was the anniversary of the main event, which I forget if it's still the most watched or had the most eyes on it. For was watched by a load of people back in the day. Matthew, today. can you um, clear this up? Because I'm not. It's a bit wishy washy in my mind. But didn't Hogan hate teaming with Edge? No. I thought, I All right. Remember. Fair enough. Fair enough. I thought I read. Now I remember. That... So, I remember some juicy gossip like that. Yeah. Edge thought... loved it. Yeah, yeah, Edge know, uh, was a huge Hogan fan. He didn't he want Hogan to win at WrestleMania six when he infamously like went and was seen in the crowd. Was, yeah, yeah, I think so. But yeah, he, he gushes over him in his book about Hogan uh, because, <laughs> as we all know, the weird contradiction: Canadians didn't like Goldberg, Canadians didn't like Ken Shamrock, but Canadians loved Hogan. Weird, because he's, so, he's so American, and, right? Real American, yeah. USA. To the Canadians, <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean. <laughs> Anyway. Do you reckon? Do you reckon it's all a ruse? Do you reckon Edge just going around all the world champions, being like, "I'm coming for you, I'm coming for you," and then he teams with Hulk Hogan instead and goes for the tag team title? <laughs> <laughs> Street Profit? No, they're not even the tag champs. Rude and Ziggler. Rude and, yeah, we're coming Rude and Ziggler. for you. We're coming. Yeah. We're coming. You know what? I think that would be a good idea. Apart from remembering the last WrestleMania, Hogan went for the tag titles. Ended up with Hogan coming out at the very end. Yes. Edge is there with salt in his eyes, and he's like, get him, Hogan. <laughs> so, no, it's a horrible idea. Why would you say that? Big E retains his icy title in an exciting triple threat match against Apollo Crews and Sami Zayn. Match of the night, no question, but yeah, love, part love of me did think it being a three-way, damn it, is now the time for him to lose via not losing the title and then go up the card. But I think that's just wishful thinking of Big E at this stage. Have they forgotten or are they just waiting to push him? I don't want to wait yeah. Cruz was mint in this match, though. Cruz yeah, was he so was. In this match. Yeah, he reminds us all that with Cruz, it's, I find I find him a bit weird because if he came out for a match and they called him Yuha Nation, I'd be like, here comes a five star match, lad. But because <laughs> it's called Apollo Cruz, even though it's the same man, I'm like, ah, mm. yeah. Right. I'm not saying it's a cheap gimmick and a weird name change, but if your entrance music starts with your name being yelled so people know who you are because they're not popping for the music, it's not a good look. Yeah. yeah. And also good, because when he was Uhar Nation, <laughs> right, when it, especially when he was Uhar Nation, it meant they played Genghis Khan by Genghis Khan. It's like, ooh, ah, mm. ooh, oh, whatever. Right. That, that that up, rule, no, that rule is fantastic. That if, if your name needs to be shouted at the start. Yeah. <laughs> Like du, 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 nothing, no pop whatsoever. It's Jack the Jobber. Mine, mine, mine. Sorry, mine just started with music. It was very sad. 
She started with whoa, whoa, oh. Brilliant. Did you sing it yourself, though? Yeah, yeah, it's one of those, yeah. like, big show. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't sing it myself. It's like, it's like they call me Sonic. It's like, they call me Jobber. <laughs> Travel at the speed of sound, and I like to play soccer. <laughs> Edge finally arrives and is about to make his WrestleMania choice, but Roman interrupts. He demands to be respected and chosen as the main event of WrestleMania. Before Edge can reply, Roman is ambushed by Kevin Owens, who hits him with a stunner. Because you know what? After losing to him four times, he's, he's, he's this close to beating Roman. <laughs> You'll get it next time. <laughs> yeah, come on, Gadget, next time. So, yeah, more intrigue here. SmackDown thinks they're the best show that we puts out on a weekly basis, but this Probably. one's... Uh, yeah, yeah. Next week will be better. It's all right. Yeah. Usually, yeah. Monday Night Raw. Here we go. Oh, yeah, go on, lads. Go on, Andrew. I love Raw. Oh. Get the coat excited. Get the coat excited. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it off for this oh, one. Oh yes. Because it's getting hot. It's getting hot. I've got my oh. arm stuck. <laughs> I can't oh, get man. out. Because there you, we go. He's done it. The guns are so big, right? It's ready. Yeah, that's the reason. Collection that, of coughs. Get it's got off. attached to him. I've done it. It's a, it's nice. a bugger when you go through melt detectors. Adam Pearce opens the show and, wel- uh, and welcomes Shane McMahon. Of course, he's waited for Ross to take a week off. Yep. <laughs> he announces the elimination. On, sorry, I saw someone on Twitter suggesting that Ross and Shane are the same man. Because Ross goes away. And then he Shane's comes out. Oh, they've never seen the same place. My yeah. God. a bad shout. And, and during that Falls Count Anywhere match with the Miz at Mania, Ross went to the toilet for the whole match. No, he did. <laughs> <laughs> He got a mysterious call, looked really worried, and then decided to go. <laughs> he announces the Elimination Chamber main event. <laughs> Just like that. No qualifying matches, no nothing. It's Drew versus Sheamus versus AJ Styles versus Randy Orton versus The Miz versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, and then he leaves. As he's leaving, Sheamus <laughs> stopped by Drew, who was disappointed. He wanted the one-on-one match with Sheamus. Shane says that will happen, but this will test his toughness as champion first. And then he went... Money, 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 and he walked off. It's like an anime plot. Yeah. Anyway, you'll get you'll get that big battle, but first, it's the tournament arc. Right. Defeat my six henchmen who are numbered in order of toughness. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then he went, "Hey, look, that's Omos. He used to be the guy I touch every week on Raw Underground." Yeah, he did. Yeah. Big yeah. guy. <laughs> Easy money. So yeah, this is a Mason Chamber, just getting dropped on the laps like that. Okay, great. And as people point out, nearly everybody on that roster, they could have actually done this match properly sometime around late 2009, early 2010. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, it's, oh, okay, they cool. Need some, they need some new stars. Yeah. I'm surprised they're even doing Elimination Chamber this time yeah, of year. Yeah, I, I thought for a while they stopped doing it. I thought it was very sensible, but now I'm going, ah, just do it anyway. I'm like, all right. Are we now getting to the stage where, because obviously for for about 10 years, we've been saying they need some new stars. And now that that decade's passed, are we now getting to like the crunch point where we really do now? Now the results are starting to be felt. Mm. I think we've said that for about five years now. Maybe we have yeah. as well. The Shield kind of put it off for a little bit. But... Um... Yeah, it's kind of weird though. It's like, oh yeah, remember when Shield had that awesome segment uh, feud with Evolution and then that was the passing of the torch. And a few years later, Triple H beat Roman Reigns for the title. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you want to rumble for the title? Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, don't don't make me look bad with fact. AJ Styles is pleased with Pierce, probably because he's in a title match. 
He celebrates this by beating Jeff Hardy in a singles match. Yeah, I've, I've not really got anything to add. No, yeah. It is, yeah. Kofi makes his in-ring return after that broken jaw, teaming with Woods to somehow, some way, defy the odds and beat Slapjack and T-Bar. <laughs> Ali is furious at ringside. And you know what? I've realised that I'm all right with Retribution. Now that I've realised that all they are are the, the numbered henchmen <laughs> building up to Kofi versus Ali. Ali's fantastic, and I just wish he had more to do. Hopefully this leads to him doing more, though. Like, th- I think this match with Kofi is going to be really good when it does happen. Because those two go hard, don't they? And this has been building up. I like that this has been... We were saying on the news before, Jack, that this has been, like, made out of a real-life situation mm-hmm. type thing that's yeah. happened. And th- that's always good in storylines. I like it when, when that happens. And they'll go, they'll go hard. Kofi, Kofi looked well happy when he did that. He, like, did that trust fall thing. Back onto back onto retribution, and he was smiling his head off. He's he ready for it. it. As he did it. He did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have something in my throat. Sorry. Oh, oh. Uh, what, are we, Andrew? How you been? How you been? He's all right. Yeah, He's I'm, fine. I'm good. Is, I'm is right. he alive? Is it's it's just sure. I just didn't want to like. Oh, I'm gonna cough. Sorry. You know uh, when, I'll do this bit. Lacey Evans you know, and Rick Flair oh, deny that anything <laughs> saucy is going on between them. Rick says he doesn't take orders from any woman. We know. And he's training Lacey because she has what it takes to be the best. Enter Charlotte, who says that if Lacey wants to improve, she should have just gone back to the performance centre. Lacey offers to be tag partners and Charlotte says, no. Lacey then says they have a match and if she wins, she becomes Asuka's number one contender. Lacey does win because Charlotte stomps her in the corner too much and gets DQ'd. Brilliant. Talk amongst yourselves. Charlotte is the worst tag team part. Oh, oh. Charlotte is the worst... Sorry, tag- oh, I can see me on camera and everything. Now. <laughs> Charlotte is the worst tag team partner ever. First she goes, I'm not teaming with you. I'm, I'm in a team with my good friend Asuka. And then Lacey's like, let's have a match where if I win, I'll be number one contender. And Charlotte just gets DQ'd and gives Asuka more to do. Yeah. I mean, Asuka would relish the chance because she's a noble babyface to defend her title, but... Lacey's obviously going to win this match, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I think so as well. It was it was such a weird, just a weird segment in general. And then Rick seemed like he was so excited. I'm glad someone else wrote the notes for the for what Rick said because when Rick went off, I was like, what? What's, <laughs> what's he said? He's just so excited. He's like a little child that's just come out, like had five cans of Monster, and he's just like, woo. <laughs> what pal what's going on here like, I had no idea what you said at all right that Makioto kicks in and suddenly it's 83 <laughs> he's at the mothership and he's just cutting promos on Tully Blanchard or whatever <laughs> these segments are so poorly written so poorly acted and just so poorly executed it's amazing to me because you're like going hmm how do we interpret this David Lynch style work what are we what is the what's the metaphor behind the segment because i guess we're supposed to cheer charlotte over lacey evans trying to shag her dad i'm like all right i guess but then charlotte comes out ear to ear grin like oh you too and she just looks like a rotten individual the way she talks the way she acts and i'm like you're a horrible good person I hope I like that you. I hope that she's been told to do that because Charlotte often, when she got eliminated from the Rumble, she just smiled, and uh, I don't uh, like. I hope it's not her trying to protect her spot. Like nothing bothers me. I'm Charlotte Flair, and I don't want that. I don't. But want I guess that at all. 
with a way that that match finished, maybe that is how that's coming across. Because she didn't get pinned or anything, did she? She just yeah. got DQ'd. And that's like, oh, what? I mean, Lacey could have just got a clean pin. Why not? Like, it's not going to hurt Charlotte, is it? If she does, mm. really. I don't know. Yeah. I realized during... It, no, it wasn't this segment. It was the that weird one on SmackDown with Sasha and Reginald and everybody. With the fake crowd noises in and the kind of awkward delivery a lot of the time of just scripted lines. Sounds like a 2K game in a cutscene. Yeah. Really does. And then some, they suddenly switch to boo it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and because Carmella wasn't shouting because they're talking at a more normal volume because there's no one in the building. Mm. It's so like the cutscenes from 2 Like, what are you talking about, Sasha? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jack. Jack, can you just pretend to be Charlotte Flair for a second? Just start talking. Yeah, one, two, three. Oh, why am I doing a sound check? No, no, just, 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 yeah, no, just. <laughs> I saying, don't I'm care. Flair, and I'm, I'm I don't challenge care you, about Lacey. you, Lacey Evans. You're trying to get on my side. <laughs> it's not really working. The mic cut out. The- yeah, it's just got a noise gate on it, so we can't hear anything. <laughs> Sorry, I may be a I bit get- too loud. It just cut off. It just said no. Yeah, we're not having that on. <laughs> Zoom was like, no, none of that. Oh, try it. Try again. Charlotte Flair is my name and I'm the best. It's, no, it's not me. Oh, whatever. It's just like WWE technical issues. That's Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was much better in my head. It was all right, though. I enjoyed I got, that. I, got that the, got, I liked it on paper. Yeah. Yeah. We'll edit it and it, we'll just go, wow, what a resounding success that was. <laughs> it was. It was nice seeing Rick on TV saying stuff because he's been an inanimate object the last few times I've seen him on the last few mm. weeks, and he's come out and he's doing his promos, and he does look like his head's going to explode, like <laughs> that one dude in Big Trouble in Little China. But it was nice for him to go, look, I don't care. You know, oh, Lacey Evans, I'll let you shag me, Dad. Lacey Evans. <laughs> anyway, moving on from this amazing segment. Uh, Edge explains that he's going to make his decision after Elimination Chamber. Oh, cheeky get. Because he has no idea who the WWE champion is. Oh, sorry, who will be until then. Yeah. Sorry, Edge, Edge doesn't watch TV. Come on. <laughs> Miz arrives with Morrison and Angel Garza. Finally, yeah. with them now. Did I miss something there? He's going to cash in on the winner at WrestleMania. No, I don't think you're missing out on stuff. I they think just, you've been waiting just to do stuff with Angel the, yeah. Garza since, right. you know, since that amazing feud with Andrade just kind of... Uh, yeah. Anyway. Garza then faces Damien... Oh, no, they were involved in Selena Vega, weren't they? I think they were just waiting for that situation to um, evaporate. Maybe I'm speculating. <laughs> Did I miss any sort of video, perhaps, where they bumped into Angel Garza? They were like, you can be our friend now. No, no I did. I degraded him. He was just there. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think so, at least. Anyway, keep, I could be this wrong. This puts but... me on edge, because obviously if we make a mistake, someone in the comments will go, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. And, no, and let, when, let me, I'll take somebody... it. No, I said it. Bring it. <laughs> but when something like this happens, but when something like this happens, I'm like, I'm sure I haven't made a mistake, but it really seems like I have made a mistake because this makes no sense. Scrap the podcast. We've done a. I can't. I can't bear the comments. Just scrap it. Scrap the. Podcast. <laughs> it's finished. We're finished. Cut here. Done. How about his wrestling? Was like, I don't know. I watch it every week, but I'm still not sure if I'm right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gazan faces Damien Priest and gets beaten after more shenanigans between Miz and Bad Bunny on the outside. Someone said Bad Bunny's made more princes on TV this year than Goldberg. <laughs> so well done, Bad Bunny, working hard. Keith Lee tells Riddle it's time for someone new to challenge Bobby Lashley. Riddle talks about Air Bud. It's not very funny. I think I tweeted about this and just said, look, Riddle makes me hate stoners. And I used to be good friends with someone who would willingly drink bong water and eat pennies. <laughs> 
and people in the comments are like, what do you mean? That's a, how do you hang out with these people? I was like, I'm from Bishop Auckland. <laughs> a very close friend of mine. But yeah, uh, people still write stoners like the Cheech and Chong yeah. 60 years ago now. Or it feels it, like that. You know, people are like, stoners aren't this annoying in real life. You know what? They've, they've written stoners like how other media writes wrestling. Yes. If it's like the mm. wrestling episode of something, it's always like a Randy Savage going, oh, that's what, that's what Vince <laughs> has done. Right up Duke, going, yeah. <laughs> and Vince has done that with stoners in, in the wrestling world. Uh, yeah. I feel very yeah. clever. I feel very clever. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, Riddle's been eating those marijuana pills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keith then beats Riddle to stake a claim to the US title. But Lashley attacks him afterwards and destroys oh, him. Yes, Bob. A big old slam. Bob. Yes, yeah. Bob. A <laughs> big Bob. Go on, big Bob. Bob. <laughs> and MVP's been on commentary going, "Whoa, I mean, I've been helping Lashley and everything, but I didn't. I never told him to do that. Mm. And all this stuff. Like he's too brutal. He's getting. It's like he just wants to destroy people now. And it's like, oh, okay, that's a good look for Bobby. Yeah. Lana beats Nia Jax in a tables match. <laughs> Who cares about the finish of the tables? Naya hurts her hole. You may have seen this unless you've been living in a cave, whatever. Oh, the finish days. came right after the hole spot, to be fair. <laughs> the hole yeah, she, was, she was selling the hole <laughs> and then she got shoved into a table. I think she called it. It's a good way to end that segment, I think. Like, yeah. how else was how else was Lana going to get her through the table? Like, but, wait until she hurts her hole and then go, then go for the kill. I love the finish, obviously, from hole onwards. Brilliant. Five stars. <laughs> but... They really have amped up how pathetic they want Lana to look. Do you notice in this match, like she was cowering constantly? She was like, "No," and I was like, "Oh, you know, do some some stuff." Well, it's weird as well because like this whole thing is like her trying to get over these bullies and everything, but then she's still made out to be like a super weak. There should be some growth. Yeah, there should be some growth. But and there's uh, and there's none of that. There's none of that at all, which is weird. She's she's a blonde woman. Yeah. Right, Andrew. Like. Okay, you can suck for week, or for in Lana's case, months on end against this feud, but then it's like, oh, then she's getting better and better, and every week she gets stronger. And it's the Rocky montage; and it's fantastic. She's going up mountains and pulling sleds and all the rest. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, instead, she's winning matches and she still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Did you deliberately choose the one in Russia? Yes. <laughs> one because that's she's how the weather is Mero. outside, and yeah. two, oh wait, man, Rocky Four. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous film. <laughs> I put that in for the Hall of Fame next week. Do you know when cause. you know when the the American trainer beats the Russian trainer at chess and it's a metaphor and he goes checkmate Whoa. friend. Oh, I've never. Can I put this out there? Don't say that. No, no, I've never no, seen no. One, Andrew. Never seen one oh. Rocky film ever. Right, ever. I'm not. Oh. I'm not. I've not seen a lot of classic films. I caused a bit of a ruckus when I said I'd never seen oh, Goodfellas. Thank, but thank I've you, read, Jack, for bringing this up. But oh, Andrew, got, have you ever done this? If there's what? a film you wanted to watch mm-hmm. and it wasn't an obscure classic, like I don't know a Fellini film or something, it's on Amazon Prime and Netflix. It's easy to watch. Would you look at it and go, "Hey, it's a bit long and a bit busy. Sod it. I'll watch a YouTube video explaining it to me." I've never so what I usually do right if if I want to watch a horror film I'm awful with like horror films and stuff right yeah. and if I really want to watch a horror film I'll be like I'll just I'll just read plot on Wikipedia so I I kind of do do stuff like that I can't I can't yes. deny it I join the dark it. side right. let it flow through you <laughs> the plot's no, no, not no, no 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 our Jack objection Your Honor uh, that's because he doesn't like horror films wants to know about it. Yeah. This was, oh, this was the point. obscure classic, Andrew. It's very hard to get it. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe on Martin Trick. Scorsese's Goodfellas. Whoa, what? <laughs> no, look. 
I regret that because when I was reading the, when I was watching that YouTube summary, I was like, oh, this looks really good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Have you ever, so apart from horror films, have you ever done that with like a non-horror film, for example? No. No, I don't think so. I don't oh, okay, think so. Good. I've done it with horror films because I find the genre a bit boring. I know there's big horror fans out there. I'm not trying to say, it's just not for me. Mm. But um, I've done that with horror films. The problem is I've also done it with like ones that I probably would actually enjoy. But, well, but yeah. I have, I have seen Rockies 1 to 5 though. I've never seen the new ones, but I've seen 1 to 5. And 4 is just like, to try and explain it, it's where it jumped the shark, but in a kind of beloved way. He jumped the I mean, shark. That he sounds good. But he did, he did things similar to <laughs> <laughs> jumping a shark. Bless you. My favourite's One. One's genuinely oh, a great yeah. film. Brilliant film. It won an Oscar, I think, for Best Picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the uh, Taxi Driver for Best Picture, which Did people it? are furious over. I went, nah, Rocky One's Rocky's really good. Rocky's brilliant. I mean, it's one of the few films that kind of, like, every time I watch it, almost cry at the end. Almost. It's it's there. Yeah. Because when, when she's running to the ring and, oh, my God. Yeah. And he just goes, he's been through this war, and then he just goes, Where's your hat? I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's so good in it. He's, He's so good The in best it. act that Sloane's ever done. Oh, yeah, film. God. Yeah. Wasn't it but, his first thing? Like, he was kind of a nobody, and then he wrote and was in Rocky. Pretty much. He, wow. He wrote Rocky Pornos as well. And, he wrote it as well, I think. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. It got, cool. ed- it got edited a lot. It, um, it, the original script was far darker and I think had a sad ending, but mm-hmm. they rewrote it and made it just brilliant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rocky won. Great. Yeah, because I spoke to my dad like, oh, what's a Rocky film? But I looked like, Rocky? Oh, he kind of act. I went, no, 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 Rocky 1. Mm. Rocky 1 is a proper, proper film. Rocky 2 is just Rocky 1 if he wins. Yeah. Uh, Rocky 3 is about being the successful champion and no one likes you when you're the top. And cool. then Mr. T and all the rest, Hogan. Rocky 3 got us all of our jobs. We wouldn't be working in the wrestling industry if it wasn't for Rocky yeah. 3, Mr. T. We owe a lot to Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> right. And thought of it like that. God, you're right. And then Rocky 4 is basically the greatest musical of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rocky 5 uh, doesn't exist. Mm. No. Rocky 6, I don't think much of. And then Creed. Oh. Is it good? Creed, Creed, Creed 1 was good. Creed 2, I went to the cinema see it and I cried. Is that the one with Bellew? Is that Creed 1? The no, scouts. Creed one. I think. Creed, that, right, okay. Oh, I cried such emotion. I can't remember anything about it. No, he fights <laughs> um, Drago's son in. Oh Creed right, God, we've had a bit of a rocky interlude there. Sorry. So yeah, I was gonna say, if you haven't watched any of them, if you want to see, we see a proper film, like the type of film that Jack would watch a YouTube summary of, watch Rocky <laughs> one. If okay. you want to see just a, a, a film that's gonna go, yeah, the eighties, Rocky four. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Please okay. let us know your rocky thoughts in the comments. I will. Well, um, I, well, I'll let you know, my, Matthew. I'll send you a message afterwards. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> you won't. Wait, so, no, the thing is about Andrew, he actually will. Watch me. Yeah, he will. Oh, okay. I'm Ooh. coming for you. There was one time. <laughs> no, that's a rubbish story. Yeah. What? No, oh, go on. now you've said that. Yeah, now you said it. Tell us your rubbish story. There's, there's, one, there's a mate of mine who sometimes just... Oh, he's so I've never met someone more committed to a bit like if there's a bit going on in the friendship group he'll stay with the bit to the bitter end ironically <laughs> bitter and, end uh, yeah. and they were on a night out once I wasn't on it but I heard back that apparently he was trying he was asking my other mate like what do you want from what do you, I'm, get, I'm getting them in what do you want behind the bar what do you want what do you want but he was busy talking to a girl and he didn't want he was like oh just go away and he was like no no what do you want and he just went to get him to shut up he went there was like a fruit display and he went I'll have that pineapple 
And he went, all right. And he bought it for like 30 quid. Because <laughs> he went, how much is that pineapple? They were like, it's not for sale. And he was like, I'll pay like whatever. And he, he dropped like 30 quid on it and just gave it to my mate. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Commitment right there. Yeah. He once ran like Naruto across a festival. And I was like, what are you doing? Why don't you just run over to us normally? And he went, makes you go faster. I was like, oh. He's <laughs> Just it's like in the Matrix. If you run like that, you go faster as well. Yeah, yeah. You can slow down time. <laughs> God, sorry, I've that, that was such a tangent. No, but I'm glad that you said. Look, do you want to hear a rubbish story? I'm like, oh, absolutely, yeah, of course. <laughs> we all want to hear a rubbish story. Anyway, Sheamus interferes in the main event between Drew and Orton. But Drew dodges the bro kick, and Orton gets taken out instead. Womp womp. Yeah. Drew hits the claymore on Sheamus to end the show. That was Monday Night Raw. Yeah, not the most offensive Raw, but not not a brilliant one either. Mm. At least there was no spookiness this time. I was going to say, that was practically a normal Raw compared to AEW Dynamite. Like the fuse. <laughs> <That'll> be... <laughs> Bang. That was that was Dynamite going. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. Weird does that, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Darby Allen retains the TNT title against Joey Janela. Joey looking pretty all right. Probably the best match he's had in a mm. non-hardcore wacky match in some time. Later in the night, Darby Allen is kidnapped by Team Taz. And before Sting can get one word out, he is zipped into a body bag and dragged across the car park. Sting it's... goes out to run and summon snow or whatever's going to fix him. It's to slow the car down. Yeah, that would actually be good. No, wait, that's black ice. Stop the car. But it takes like several minutes. He's like waiting for a long time. And they want the plane over it and go into a ditch. It was very. He's just storm from X Men now. Yeah, it was very NWO behavior from uh, Team Taz there. Mm. They do stuff like that, don't they? They did. Those those naughty boys. Oh. So Sting's obviously fuming because he hates them. But then Fuman. I like that it's scheduled for next week, though, that he's going to say something. Sorry, <laughs> like, it's scheduled, I mean... right? It's scheduled for next week. It's happening. Not straight away. He's going to wait a week whilst his friends getting dragged along the M49 like... or whatever it is. Like... <laughs> I feel like... He's All the way like, the Scotch corner. <laughs> I feel like Sting's like they treat him like he's about thirty years older than he actually is, and Tony's like his carer because he can't go, <laughs> he can't do anything without Tony. It's weird. Yeah, he's like, oh, Darby, I'll co- uh, Tony, can you you can go get him? <laughs> Toby, what's Tony? What's the number for nine one one? But yeah, you're right. It's like watching Raw. Oh my God, this is stupid. The way they, the emphasis they put on Edge, like he's some sort of like mega legend. Everyone has to bow to him, and he has. His every word, and you switch AW Dynamite, it's like, Sting's going to say something. <laughs> I'm true. like, oh, God. Anyway, Sammy confronts MJF backstage. MJF tries to trick Sammy into admitting that he wants to overthrow Jericho. Sammy doesn't actually want to, but realizes MJF is recording with his phone. So he throws it across the wall, hits MJF in the gut, and leaves. I would have liked that bit a bit better if Sammy hadn't gone, hey, are you recording cameraman who I'm talking to? All right, cool. They do Are you that. recording me, Sir MJF? Ah, oh, well, whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, later MJF and Jericho face the acclaimed, and MJF hams up a rib injury from the attack. The inner circle win the match, but Sammy comes out afterwards and quits. He has to think about it, and he walks out the right-hand tunnel, signifying that he is, in fact, a good guy. Oh, my God. And then he continues and leaves the arena and leaves via... The right-hand metal detector. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he did, he the did. good guy detector. He did. And Marvez was on the scene. I was per bloody usual. He's... What a pro. 
it is amazing how you'll just magically it's one of those games where what was that um dodgy pc game where sherlock holmes and i think watson where they hadn't got it quite figured out but if you like turned your head and went back holmes would be no uh watson would be right in front of you <laughs> if you like ran up the stairs and turned around it'd be immediately behind you <laughs> i i'd i'd I just feel like we've gone from thinking, why is this guy, he can't really string a sentence together, to absolutely loving him now, because they've embraced his awkwardness. And his crowning moment was when Omega and Callus were making their great escape with the belt, and he just pops out with perfect timing <laughs> behind the production truck. That was such a good moment. My time to like, shine. He's just, he's just laying in wait, just ready. But it's... There's an innocence about him. It's not It's not about him. He just wants the news. He just wants to do his job well. <laughs> There's more of him later on. Don't worry about that. Oh, good. Lee Johnson gets his first win as a member of the Nightmare family that just signed him, teaming with Cody to beat Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. Mm. I didn't get that name right. That sounded bad. Yeah, he did a really cool flip to the outside, which I forgot. I think he did with the Ben Carter match for a few months ago. And then he went, oh, wow, I'm so happy I won. So great. I thank Cody, uh, Dustin, uh, even Brandy, Arn Anderson, that's all of them. Thank you very much in QT Marshall's life. He's right, right over his shoulder as well. <laughs> if that sets up QT versus Lee Johnson, then I applaud AEW, but I don't think it will. I think it's the best thing QT's done in months. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just lost at Smash Bros. <laughs> Matt Hardy takes Hangman to a private bar and gets him drunk before getting to sign a contract to join Matt's group. Hangman is only pretending to be drunk though and secretly switches out the contract for one of his own, which Matt unwittingly signs. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, Good yes. Stuff. Hangman is my favourite wrestler at the minute. I absolutely love him. I love that he's not stupid, because I was expecting this segment when he brought the contract out and he, Hangman was drunk, I was like, oh, here we go. But then they switched it round on me. And to be honest, I like that the moral is that if you can drink a lot, without getting drunk, then you're a bit of a, a bit of a legend, actually. Because Hangman just snaps back into being sober when Matt's gone. He's like, Barman, I'll have another one, please. Yeah. Oh. Barman, I'll have that pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm assuming, what do we think on the contract? A match between Hangman and Matt? Yeah. I guess. I don't really, I don't really watch... AEW like week to week I know that they had a tag match last week or something right as well yeah so I, I guess yeah maybe some sort of match between them What what's the deal with what's going to happen with him and, and Dark Order then like, oh yeah because he bumped, he bumped yeah he bumped into, into them and it was awkward like oh he I'm bumped, gonna, into, he bumped into, his, into his seven X's all in a row <laughs> and they were all like ah oh, hey yeah I don't know. To beat them all, and there's this cool chip tune music soundtrack yeah. that goes through all the X's. I'm going to make a little prediction as to what I think might happen. Go on. When we finally, finally get the big Hangman and Kenny Omega title match, should it happen, and hopefully it does, I think there'll be some sort of moment where John Silver comes out and just like batters like Gallows and Anderson or someone like he nullifies Ooh. like the threat, and then not he doesn't touch Omega, but I think he'll be like the little hero, like Kurt Angle in the winner takes all mm. Survivor Series match. And he'll just get he'll just get crowd surfed away as he's <laughs> like and I just think that would be absolutely perfect if that was to happen. But I'm putting it in there now, I want it. I want he's it. Done it. Yeah. John Silver's good, isn't he? I oh, like John Silver a lot. He's, he's so good. Likewise. I want them to wrap up all the loose ends because there's like, yeah, Matt Hardy, you're a legend, whatever. I don't care. I just want to know about the Dark Order stuff because it's great. 
I think Mahadi will be like, ha, my finished plan, and actually it's just written like a lifetime contract that he has to join the Dark Order. And so Ooh. the Dark Order are like, new mm. friend, replacement, Adam, yay! And then he's like, no, no, and he's just carried away. <laughs> and then there's what, like the skits of them trying to have fun with him, and he's just not yeah. involved yet. Like, <laughs> just there wearing a mask, he's like, it's like, yeah, that's right. Pack, squish, 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 that's what it says here, squish, 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 squashes, Ryan Nemeth. Couldn't think of anything Ryan Nemeth, eh? God, did you remind me of anybody? Billy Gunn. Yes. Billy Gunn, that's what I was yes. going to say. Billy Gunn, yeah. It's the hair dye, isn't it? And the tan yeah. and the exact mm-hmm. same tights as Billy Gunn. <laughs> that's right. I don't get it. <laughs> don't get it. Well, I mean, he can, he can, he can work. He can do the bumps. Yeah, know? I guess. Yeah. He can, he can flop around in, as is the family tradition. Yeah. <laughs> the Billy Gunn family tradition, that's right. The Gunn family tradition, yeah. yeah. Oh, another one. <laughs> God, they, I think Billy Gunn's a breeder at this point. <laughs> Thunder Rosa beats Layla Hirsch in the first round of the epic women's tournament they've got going on. And this was mint with two for two last two weeks for having actually good proper women's wrestling matches on. Because previously it's been a case of what what time is it? Uh, stick a women's match on, I guess. And they've been thought of an afterthought. The last few weeks, it looks like we're going to get more and more as we go along. They've really been. Picking up the quality of the women's action, so they have finally. I feel like, I feel like my problem was never so much with the quality of the women's matches because they did let them more often than I think we think have good matches. But for me, it's more like just because there's one women's division doesn't mean there has to be one storyline going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'd like it to be a bit more explored. In the, that sounds so wanky. Yeah. I'd like them to explore that a bit more. But um, <laughs> no, no, you are right though, chap. But hopefully, you, you as know, you destroy say, destroy your though, own point that you've wonderfully made. But, uh, so you do me a favour. <laughs> yeah. Right but now, I was it's been... saying, hopefully, you're right though. This tournament could oh, well be the thing that. Sorry, mm. I was just saying that. I agree with you though. Hopefully, this tournament is the right thing to kind of make it a bit more all-encompassing. Well done, because right now it has been, you know, starring the young bucks, Cody, Kenny, and it just says in the poster, and a women's match. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kenny Omega and Kenta beat Moxley and Archer in a wild Falls Count Anywhere main event with the help of Gallows and Anderson. God, what, what, what wasn't in this match? Yeah. We had bins, we had lids, we had taties. He potatoed him with a potato. He, he did. Uh, Spud City. <laughs> Merped him. <laughs> he just took him to Spud City. That's right. Potato Club shirt now available on awshop.com. <laughs> Kenta hit a go to sleep on Peter Avalon just cause. Just because he was there. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well. I thought he was going to do it onto his little, like, bed thing and then yeah. put him through, but then Archer, like, chucked. Was it Kenta through it? Did it he was Omega, Omega. Omega, yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, God, Omega landed on that, and I thought, that looks really safe and comfortable. And Kenny's like, oh, me, me <laughs> fractured back after that ladder bump. Bloody hell. So I think they wrote down, I will bump on a bed, and then I'll, like, <laughs> lay there for a bit. And he's like, oh. It was weird, because, like, it, it just looked like pallets with a bit of cloth run over the top of it. <laughs> so why was Peter Avalon just sat on that? Kayfabe. kayfabe. <laughs> in, in kayfabe, that was a bed. <laughs> we had um, we had Jake Roberts getting involved as well. Yeah. Oh, he hit a single arm. I'm like, oh my God, are we going to see a DDT? And you're like, of course not. That requires you to fall backwards. So <laughs> I reckon he might do one at Revolution. Ooh, are we building up to that? I reckon maybe. Yeah. He's been getting involved a little bit more in the past couple of weeks. 
Is he gonna? Well, he pull fell out over the snake. On Helico last week, so I guess. <laughs> he probably decked on Helico. Um, then Omega was gonna hit him with the V trigger, but Moxie saved him. But Archer got pinned in the end. The heels won. Oh, oh sad times. I forgot to mention the more the other Marvez bit from earlier on in the show. <laughs> At the, on the golf course. Oh, that's <laughs> so good. Omega's just lining up a little chip shot. And then Marvez, with no social awareness, can I just have an interview with you? He's <laughs> <laughs> so brilliant. He's so great. Mm. I like that. Yeah, this is the perfect role for him. Having him as a proper official announcer commentator was not a good look. Him just showing up with a suit, asking people questions, like he's Kermit the Frog on Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> NXT, a show I haven't seen. Uh, MSK beat Santos Escobar's boys to reach the final of the Dusty Classic. It says here, oh, oh, you're gonna do it. Go on, go on, lad. Go, you gotta twist your fingers. I can't get. I've got very inflexible hands. I'd be, a, I'd be a rubbish gang member. Can't do it. <laughs> yes, there we go. Um, Thanks, lads. Yeah, they're through uh, the final now. Yeah, good match. Uh, they might win the whole thing on mm. debut and their first few appearances. I don't know yet, and I'm shooting my predictions after this, so I should probably probably decide. Actually, mm. Mm. Yeah, what do you think? Do you think they will? I think grizzled young veterans will. Matthew? Personally, I just want to see Jacko. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the rascals. It would be nice, and I yeah. still appreciate the. Mm. I'm gonna do a moonsault now. All right, cool. I'll push you. Oh, that was cool. I like push, that. push them sideways. It's crazy. There was yeah. like a yeah. he like stepped off. Or was that Mendoza? I think someone stepped off someone and did a 450 as well, and it was amazing. It looked well cool. Good match. Stop Good show. match. Good times. Desire Lee easily beats Cora Jade and continues the attack afterwards. Casey and Caden try to reason with her. Caden goes up the ramp and shouts at Zaya's spooky throne lady. Zaya beats <laughs> both her and Casey up. The spooky lady chokes out Boa just because. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, she was. But it wasn't like a choke. It was like she grabbed him like that, but then he kind of like pretended he was choking. <laughs> it was weird. It was like well, like your STM. grandma when you're like six. Oh, yeah, how yeah. are you doing? Good. And then just like yeah. squashing your cheeks all the time. Yeah. And then grandma just rags you around and yeah. <laughs> throws you to the side. How are you? I'm like, I was doing great until then. I googled the spooky throne lady's name, but I can't remember it now. I think it's May something. Um... They've trademarked it, I think. It was like the thing that happened last week with the um, the animation stuff, like detailing a background and everything, was really cool. Oh, I missed all of that. I didn't put that in the notes. Was good. What was it? We've missed. If I watch Rocky, if I watch Rocky Four, you've got to watch that. I don't want to watch it. Can you just tell us what happened, please? (laughs) Uh, It just she fought a dragon. Fucking day. She's like an ancient being. This is like the backstory, right? She's like an ancient being from like a thousand years ago. And it was her and a brother. Uh, and a brother slayed their dad, who was this king. So then the brother could get all the power. And then the brother went on a massive tyranny. He's a naughty boy. So then to like, to, what was it? She gets exiled from, from the family. So she goes to find this ancient dragon and she says, Mr. Dragon, can I, can I have some power, please, so I can slay <laughs> my brother? And Dragon's like, all right, go on then. Go on then, lass. I'll give you some power. In, <laughs> for like, for your soul, but in, in exchange for your soul. And she's like, yeah, go on then. It's ah, might as well, eh? So she, do, so she does that. Dragon gives her all this power. She kills her brother and then she turns into the thing she hated the most. Whoa, and that's that's it. She's she's apparently a thousand this years all, old. This all happened last week. 
Yeah, not on. Not, it was in an animation. Yeah, like, yeah. It didn't bring a dragon but, into the arena but, or anything. I really, I feel like I really should have put that in the notes. It sounds quite it's, important. It's a big. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. That, that sounds pretty crucial, actually. <laughs> so now you got expo- exposition. There you go. So basically, right? Rocky's got a match in Russia because no. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a dragon, right, a dragon in Russia. <laughs> in in a way, if the dragon Ilya. is if the dragon is communism, then yeah. Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. And he goes, "Oh, can I have some of my power for me, lass?" And he goes, "I almost break you." Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so that's all happening in NXT. And it's good. I haven't seen this. I'm, inter- I'm I get the reference. I'm interested why Jack's put it today. Oh, today. it's going to be it's going to be a song, and I've forgotten which song I've done it to. Oh no! Today is the oh, day. It's, it's, oh, no, it's, is it's it? take that. It's take that. It's oh, it's I thought it was be. the um, Lou Gehringer speech. The day, no, it's uh, the day I feel like like the greatest. Like oh, sorry. Today this a, could it's be a speech in a way from the Bolo. greatest way of our lives. Before it all ends, before we run out of time, way close to me. Way watch the close world. to me. That was the joke. Watch. Hasn't what? Well, yeah. Sorry. What period of take that is this? Like crap. Later, take that. Oh. it was one of their one of their comeback ones. Sorry, yeah, just, I don't recognise it. That's all right. It goes, stay now, stay now, no. baby. <laughs> oh, Jay, Joey Gargano's faking an injury. Oh, to get out of his title match with Kushida. Regal isn't buying it, but plays along and inserts Austin Theory in the match. Mm. In his place, but with the title still on the line. Suddenly, Kushida is in the ring with The Way and knocks Johnny out of his wheelchair. It's not very nice. Johnny... Kushida also did a little <laughs> Bless you. Whoa. <laughs> Kushida also did a little trick where he went to grab Johnny's belt and Johnny's his hand was alright all yeah. along. And he went, ah, oh, Damn rat, it. Rats. There was yeah. a good bit where uh like Regal comes out and he's saying, Oh, you'll you'll have to forfeit the belt and everything because if you've got a broken arm, you can't defend it, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and 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 he's like, oh, I'll have to ask Kashida, but Kashida's already there. He's in the ring. He's like in the back. And then uh, Austin Theory's like slapping him, like, oh, who's this guy? Oh, and then he realizes it's Kashida, the it jibs, like, and then he pows him just like that. It was but, like something that would happen in like, it, it's like something that like a wise cracking super like Spider Man would do or mm. something, pretending to Deadpool. Deadpool. It was very Dead, Deadpool. Yeah. Very very Deadpool. I know we've gone from. Thousand-year-old dragon beastie stuff to what sounds like a mid-90s sitcom. Yeah, there's a lot Pretty of stuff much. going As you can on. see, I'm completely injured. Oh, yeah. shake. Okay. Oh, no, my my pretend injured arm. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, okay, I mean, the Attitude Era had various different... You had a dark ministry running around and you had, mm. you know, Christian pretending he was sick so he didn't have to defend the... <laughs> ah, I, suppose I mean, so. that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. Triple H getting bit by a snake. You know? Yeah. His entire face, yeah. like, look yeah. what you did to me, Austin. I'm disfigured. Austin coming out going, I don't care if you're disfigured. Psych, I tricked you. It's makeup. I, going, I don't care. You're good. I hope your face falls off, you creep. Uh, Kushida versus Theory is actually taking place right now. Oh, Gargano runs in to attack Kushida. Hey, don't get his uh, DVLA with her. DVLA, you stupid get. Sorry, what's, what's the money you get if you're hurt or injured? Oh, um... DVLA. DVLA. I've blown this. Let's move on. Gargano <laughs> runs in to attack Kushida and gets the match thrown out. As he gets beat down, as they beat down Kushida, Theory is pulled under the ring. Gar- what? Gargano goes after him and instead finds 
Dexter Lewis. Yeah, so he reaches What's under the ring. What has happened to NXT? The way run all over the place like very scared little boys <laughs> and eventually get put in stereo submissions by Kushida and... Le- right. All right, go on then. Theory gets pulled under the ring by an unseen... Like in a horror... Like by an unseen thing. Gargano's like, where's he gone? Goes under to get him. And what he pulls out instead of Theory is Dexter Loomis. He's been under the ring the whole time. Then it all leads to a bit of a segment where the faces are like trying to get them and eventually they put them in two stereo submissions. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Stereo weirdness. Fantastic. Yeah. I can't even find the thing I was trying to reference earlier. Cameron Grimes arrives in a fancy car, throwing money all over the place. Oh. Oh, he's invested in GameStop and is now rich. <laughs> yeah. This is probably a good development. This can only lead to classic hijinks. So good. Yeah. He's like the perfect person for it as well. Yeah, he is, yeah. Oh, good for him. He like he like tells Regal something. He's like, it's all about the money, Regal, or something yeah. like that. It's good. <laughs> yeah. He makes a snow angel in all the dollar bills. You know, so this would have been all right. Did they have a segment where he explained how it works? Because that would have been worthwhile. It's a 10-minute segment. <laughs> you see, all these guys on Reddit, and they bought all the stocks, and they're the billionaire. And Regal's just going, cool. Right, yeah. He said he walked into GameStop and realized he should be investing in, in it. it was that's, like, what, that that's what he said. That light hit a little different in GameStop, apparently, he says. <laughs> that light hit a p- okay, that, that's, uh, that's, all that's all right. He's good. He's good, He's good, isn't he? He, he is. is good. Yeah. Grizzled Young Vets beat Champa and Thatcher to make Matthews sad. Oh, wait, who do they pin or submit? Champa or Thatcher? Uh, Champa. Champa. Yes. And, he, and, he was, and he was out for most of the match as well. They powerbombed mm-hmm. him on the apron and the doctors had to see to him and stuff. Oh, that bloody fifth wheel, Champa. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, they progressed the finals of the Dusty Classic. Then all of the opponents for this Sunday's oh. take our pose and argue with each other all around the arena. It is incredibly unnatural and weird. Oh, have you not seen well, like, this? Everybody, no, Matthew, I don't watch. I don't like it. Please, for for the benefit of <laughs> me and Andrew, why. and for the yeah. and for the listeners, I would like you now, if you've got to, just to go onto WWE's YouTube channel and watch this, and we can get your live reaction to it. Oh, please, go on, Matthew. please, please do. No. It's weird. Do you know what it reminded me of? I had two seconds. WWE NXT. It reminded me of, you know, like they used to do the little bits beforehand where it was like, and this match is up next. And it was like the moving bits. And then they'd like, Like yeah. yeah, And then they'd like lock into a pose and then it'd freeze frame on that. It felt like, it felt like that. Yeah. Take our adversaries, come face to face. That's the one. Yelling in front of a trophy. That, okay, looks very natural. And they're arguing like, you've got those dogs that are behind a fence. There's no fence. No. <laughs> okay, we could away. Fantastic. There's a uh, big Wade Barrett going, and here is the. Oh, oh, this carries on. <laughs> yeah, I was all of for them that. come out yeah, in succession. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do this to you. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna bake your cake and eat it. And because she's like, "What did you just say to me?" And then all right, and then the women they have the exact, uh, and then it just keeps on going the entire. I but the ending one. NXT sucks. But the end one. So I don't watch it. Oh, Balor and Dunn. They're in the ring. Oh, wait, Balor. They're like they're about to... St- in sync with each other from the opposite side. They're about to start singing. <laughs> he had it coming, Peter. He had it coming. <laughs> and they pose off. That was shocking. That was it's weird, I hate, isn't it? This it's is why NXT, I don't watch it because I try and avoid the things I can get away with watching and you watch it for me. It's just raw, but black and yellow. And has been like this for some time, so I don't no, like it. No, Alex, I, at the minute, I'm I'm a fan of generally of NXT, but recently they've not been in the best form. 
And I think they are acting like if somebody online, like a teenager, was writing wrestling how it should be in a cool, edgy way. That's what NXT is. A mm. teenager trying to be edgy at the moment. Is that harsh? No, I agree. Like, NXT is probably the one that I watch the most out of all the shows, mm. like, consistently. And it does feel like that. Like, recently, it's just felt not not where it has been. Yeah. And it feels strange and kind of <laughs> like they're in just a dwindling sort of state at the moment. Kind of like just rehashing the same things over and over again quite quite a bit. I feel like the move to two hours was crucial. Mm. I feel like when it was one hour, it was so like, it was just tight and yeah. everything. It was tight. It's not like a surfer. It's tight. Dude, it was too. It was, it was, it was such a tu- it was such a tubular show when it was one hour long. It was kicking radical. Tubular. Yeah. <laughs> it was bodacious, right? But then, no, that's the last one I can think of. But then it got around to two hours and now they're, pe- they're bringing people through too fast and... Mm. Like, who's Kurt Stallion? What, I, you know. Yeah, that was a weird one because they've been building that up for so long, but obviously they don't, um, they don't like recognize 205 Live on NXT pretty much at all. So, yeah. like, when someone gets up to there, because he won some like fatal four way or something, right? To like get to, get his uh, shot at the uh, Cruiserweight Championship, but not, none of that was acknowledged at all. So, when he comes in, even Wade Barrett's like, huh, who's that? Who's <laughs> that that's come out right now? And it's like, you should probably like acknowledge your other products and build yeah. it up, right? Wouldn't yeah. that be a great crap gimmick? That would actually work in NXT back in the day. The gimmick, no one knows who he is. <laughs> and coming down the aisle, who's this? Who's it? He's a champ. <laughs> oh, apparently the NXT TV champion. Um, Kurt. 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 Curse Stallion. That's it, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. And every week, Wade Barrett's like uh, a relative unknown. Oh, he's been here for three years. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Fantastic. That was the week of wrestling. Such a crap way to end that segment, really. Is. Oh, no. It no right. It's fine. No, wait. Can we all stick? Can we all point at each other and mouth off like NXT? Oh, my God. Like, oh, it's not going to work because the, the videos aren't aligned, but like wherever I am. I don't know how we do this. <laughs> Panic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll like look down at you, Jack. I don't know. Yeah, there we go. It's like university where challenge. Where are we going to yeah, be? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you done that? Uh, oh, no. I'll kill you. Okay, thank, thank you, Jack, for showing emotion. <laughs> All right, okay, that was awful. <laughs> another another blow-away segment from Cultaholic. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah, let's have a little rummage in the mailbag. Number one. Greetings and salutations, Diddle Squad. Diddle Squad? Diddle oh, squad. I thought you said Dill Squad. <laughs> D- yeah, like, I'm a, I don't get that. Dildo. I don't like Dill. Oh, I, like I see. Okay, well, that, 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 that makes Squad sense. makes sense. I don't, I don't yeah. like it. We'll Why? take it. Firstly, <laughs> for God's sakes, the bloody Irish lad is called Keith. Not a joke, Ross, promise. And this we've person... had to tell him in our group chat who you are now. Probably go through one ear and out the other. I know Ross is off for the week, and now you guys know. And if he's missed it, if he won't. He'll miss it if he not Do you he know what this him. was about? I'm forgetting. Yeah. So Ross bumped into an Irish man in the supermarket Oh, that twice. one. That's the guy. That one Irish of, obviously, one of the Irish lad's mates listens to the show and has notified him that he's being talked about <laughs> and, has, and has messaged in oh, to let Ross no. know. His name's um, Keith. His name's Keith. And they had to tell him in the group chat what was up. Um, so, I mean, I wish, I wish Ross was here, but I know that... I know that we had to mention it one way or the other because it's just huge news. Also got an email from someone named Dan who um, who knows someone who knows Sam's girlfriend. There's been loads of stuff going on this week with connections and stuff. Whoa. But this was the one I had to include just because it's the Irish man from Morrison's. I'm sure he appreciates, like, uh, people who are uh, from one country originally then moved somewhere else really appreciate getting called that. There's a guy who works for... <laughs> North Wrestling, who everyone goes, hey, Irish, like, have you got the things? I'm like, why are you called Irish? Because I'm from Ireland. I'm like, um, yeah, but like, lots of other people are Matthew, also from there. It's like, Matthew, that's his shoot name. His real name is The Video Nasty, Rory Connor. Oh, was a good <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Sorry. Anyway, moving on with wrestling not happening in the UK, what are you missing most about going to independent shows over here? And how do you expect it to recover from this pyro and ballyhoo? That hurt this. That's one way of putting it, mate. Bloody hell. Stay safe, squad, now for a classic quite back to work dickhead. Classic quote, maybe? Yeah. What? Stay, stay safe, safe, squad, squad now comma, for a classic... Stay, stay, stay safe, squad, now for a classic quote, back to, back work, to work, or something like that. Yeah. There you go. Look, I'm only reading them how they're written. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, big squeezy, indirectly squatty too hotty, and Grandmaster Flexe, <laughs> the motivators. <laughs> this is just code now at this point uh, I'll be honest I read the top line of this email and thought that's good enough it's going <laughs> yeah and didn't no, really read, read. read or proofread any of these it's great yeah, th- thank you Big Squeezy cheers Big uh, Squeezy for whatever you just said and all the lads in the group chat hey, boys 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 so what are you missing most I know I'll start off the travel oh miss I didn't realise how much I appreciated and loved Going to different places, not just in England, but in Scotland, a bit of Wales, Ireland as well, and Germany, obviously. I miss that. 
miss the excitement of going somewhere new and meeting new people and just getting yourself out of the bubble you're currently in. Yeah. Oof. I'm, that's, a good, I'm, that's a good one. I'm missing waiting at a bus stop. Ooh, <laughs> really? Wow. Because I haven't done it for so long. I'm missing yeah. the boring things. Even the boring things I'm missing out on right now. Generally, Jack, doing, do generally doing stuff with friends is pretty is a pretty big part of it, isn't it? Yeah. I miss... Because I have gone... I went through a bit of a little phase of travelling to like Wolverhampton and Manchester and stuff to go and see the indie graps. But obviously... Generally, I can't now, but even before the pandemic, I'd slowed down on that a little bit. Been very fortunate enough with work to go to some great places to watch wrestling, so I agree with Matthews. But I'm going to go the opposite way and say that I miss your classic North Wrestling on a Saturday night. Everyone goes to the pub after, rise after that. What a night! I just miss that. <sighs> I think we've realised we don't miss the actual wrestling, we miss the friendship. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Andrew, what about yourself? Well, like, so the thing, so when, when, when I was growing up and stuff, I didn't really go to like indie wrestling shows and, and that. It'd be my dad would take me to a WWE show or whatever it is. Um, but like, since moving here, obviously, there's been more opportunity to go to North and stuff. And I've enjoyed doing that with you guys and watching oh, Rampage and Session Moff, Session? Session Moff? Session Moff and all that. And like, it's been it. It's also been a good way to get to know you guys better as well, which oh, has been nice. Oh. Like gen- genuinely as well, because a, a lot of those were um, a lot of those shows were like the first time that I just moved up. So I was like, oh, people. I'm genu- hmm. I'm just usually scared of lots of people and everything. But like those were nice ways to get to know you guys. And I think like what you said, Jack, just like missing, just missing mates, just mi- missing being around friends and stuff and then going for drinks and that afterwards. Like it's, 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 it's a nice excuse, isn't it? Just to have a good night. Yeah. 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 So we don't miss the wrestling. No, no. Nah. <laughs> oh no, I'm going to take that. <clears throat> Who's on the card? Nah, it's fine. Doesn't yeah. matter. Some dude. And speaking of missing friends and seeing and socializing, socializing, we hope that Ross is having a lovely, lovely time. Whatever he's doing, or we've got his feet up, just chilling, relaxing, playing oh, some b-ball. Maxing all cool. Yeah, right. Shooting some b-ball outside That's of right. school. Watch out for those two guys up to no good. And all that other stuff. I want to point out, <laughs> Ross, sometimes, he said this on the podcast last week, he sometimes gets worried that because he's not here and because Andrew is so lovely. And all the people that have replaced Ross when he's been having some time off of being lovely as well. Because when you have lovely people here at Callaholic, <laughs> he's worried that all the comments are going to be, you know what, Andrew should do this every week. No. It's great seeing Andrew. It's great seeing him when he's not doing Twitch and doing Lego stuff. Uh, we miss you, Ross. You're great. We like you. So <laughs> if you're at this point in the, the video, the podcast, if you could leave a comment saying, God, Ross is a nice lad or something like that, that would be nice. So yeah, he doesn't get discouraged. Definitely. And then if he gets an ego next week, we can take the piss out of him. But until then, <laughs> you know, let him know. Number two. TopeCon, hello, me compadres de Newcastle. Mm. Oh, here we go. It's your friendly neighborhood Florida man. Oh, Florida man. Is it the Florida man <laughs> from the news? Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> here to talk to y'all. He's typed y'all, by the way. As to why Bad Bunny is a big deal to us Hispanic Americans. I thought this was quite educational. Because okay. we have been asking... What's the deal with Bad Bunny? This person's given a very detailed answer. Cool. And how it's actually a reflection of the US in 2021. To keep this as simple as possible, and it says, put on nerd hat. As an action. Go on, go on. on. Fabulous, thank you. Bad Bunny has made huge moves in American pop culture by knowing as little English as possible. 
He's done cameo appearances at Super Bowl 54 back in 2020. That's on a way to type. He's headlined Coachella. And the biggest flex, his most recent album, here we go, El Ultimo Tour del Mundo. I put the album title because I enjoyed Matthew's attempts at reading foreign languages, regardless <laughs> of if he butchers it. Gracias. It's the only album to debut number one on the US Billboard 200 singing in all Spanish. Not even Shakira, J-Lo or Ricky Martin can claim that as they wow. had English in their songs. Those promos with The Miz and Jomo are basically all the English he knows. So in all honesty, this is the closest WWE has been to pop culture since that famous My Way video package <laughs> circa 2001. Yeah. <laughs> Even my non-wrestling watching girlfriend, whose family still live in Puerto Rico, got excited about Bad Bunny and has wanted to know more about wrestling in general. Says here, she's now a big New Jack fan, but that's another story. <laughs> oh. Bad Bunny and New Jack team of a mania. Hopefully this gives y'all... Some insight as to why Bad Bunny is hopping around WWE eh, oh. up to and including a possible match at Mania. As a Mexican-American dating a Puerto Rican, I may be biased coming from a heavy Hispanic culture on the significance of this, but it does bring up an interesting situation. Fans from Europe, Asia, Africa, etc. may not see the major appeal of certain artists that we here have in the States or in North South America in general go crazy about, but that's understandable due to all the different pieces of media that all cultures are subjected to. I personally never knew about the greatness that was Alan Partridge or Fatal Deviation, Christ, fatal due to deviation. the limited exposure of those items here in the States. Well, and Fatal Deviation was like a phenomenon over here as well, Bob, at the point that... Where's I, it from? OSW did a thing of it. Fatal Deviation? Yeah, oh, it's with the, uh, the guy's haircut. Anyway, you've got to look for it. Okay. So this leads into a wrestling-related question. Has there been a wrestler that you are a huge fan of, your circle slash echo chamber are huge fans of, that one, Jack, yeah, you got it, but are surprised to find out that most people don't know about their significance or even worse, not big fans of. It says, insert Matthew's love of Walter prior to NXT UK here. Thank you, mate. I was literally about to say that. I love y'all and your podcast. Thank you for your insight, incredible content, and just overall joyous demeanor. Keep up the great work. And... I see. It's, if it's Andre, but with an S on the end, is it Andre, Andreas? Andre. Is it just Andre? Okay, it's on S. Uh, maybe it's Andreas, I'm not F sure, but... Well, we're guessing here. I'm sorry, pal, for after such an amazingly well-written and educational question. Obviously, I've got to mess up your name. Andre F. Chavez, Orlando, Florida. P.S. Oh, Christ. I googled Coop Chicken House for giggles. <laughs> Would happily <laughs> trade any of my barrel-aged stouts for some food from there. The place looks delicious and way better than Nando's. Which shocker we have in the states now. That might be one of the best messages we've ever had. Oh really? Fair enough. No, honestly, from all the references and jokes that this person gets from the show, being informative and explaining and not condescending, and also googling, Coop Chicken House. I know that, that's everything you want to know about the show in one email. So thank you very much, pal. I did get a coop last week, and boy howdy, it was delicious as you always. You get some special. You get some little slip under the table, some nice little special. Special bits. Yeah, did you? yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll tell you what, the main bulk of it was I got the wings, right? There's a new there's they've got a new flavour of wing available. It's like South like South Carolina barbecue or something. Oh. It was so good. It's my new favourite flavour of wing. Brilliant. So anyway, the question was good. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> 
I was just thinking about the chicken, to be honest with you. Like, oh, God. Mm. Don't, don't order it, Matthew. Don't order it, Matthew. I'm going to order it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Think people or wrestlers and stuff that are in your bubble and then you talk to other people and they don't give a toss. <laughs> I mean, anybody in Dobex Dub, I mean, I'm sure people appreciate. I was thinking about this, like, you know how, maybe you don't remember, but how gate-kept uh, Japanese companies were in the 90s because you had to order it and get a tape and know a dude and get over it and then... You read Power Slam magazine and be like, "Oh, this guy's great!" And some some kid who watches, you know, WWF's going, "I want to read about The Rock and Steve Austin. <laughs> who, who are these people? Who's Kenda Kabashi? Well, I don't, well, I care." But I think the equivalent to that, and I haven't tried to do it, but just how much I've enjoyed going to Dub X Dub over the years for sixteen carat. I, I wonder that that's how people see that. Oh, here comes Matthew talking about his bloody German wrestling. Oh, God. <laughs> is there anyone apart from Volta who you could say? Is that your, is, uh, I was going to do Dub X Dub here. Uh, I'll say one thing the fact that I bring up like FMW and the deathmatch stuff like Freedoms and Junkasai and all the rest and stuff I think that kind of is because there's even in the bubbles of wrestling I'm in not a lot of them like deathmatch wrestling and even though those are the guys I'm looking forward to seeing when Tony Khan opens the forbidden wait is that right it's the forbidden door I think so yeah I think so he opens the thousand day door and fights a paper dragon and he goes in, <laughs> goes in the temple of time and puts the sword in the thing there you Whoa, go Zelda reference I know that mm, one there you go I know that one what was oh, that what you, was at the end of your yeah yeah. Uh, yeah you know what I was just thinking just to let that settle yeah I'll say them those guys because people go Junkasai <clears throat> what that's that's who you want to interfere in AEW I'm like yeah oh. he's nearly 50 he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he's a main eventer in NXT with that age <laughs> what about you, I've got, Jack? I've got to say that there is a WXW guy that I saw and thought he's he's good. Him, you know, when you see a wrestler and you're like, he's special straight away. You can tell. I really like Bobby Guns. I, I was the, the one I was going to put, but I thought, ah, let's let's move away from Jimmy for a bit. But yeah, I'm glad that you like Bobby Guns. Bobby Guns class, and uh, also, obviously, um, the one that people often mention to me actually is because on Wrestlers of the Week. I watched a few Evolve matches with Darby Allen in before he was as widely known now. But I don't want to claim that he was some undiscovered little gem because Evolve was still pretty big for a, for an indie promotion. Um, so I'll go with Bobby Guns. I'll go with Bobby Guns. Mm. Andrew, what about you? Andrew, no, before you do that, like Bobby Guns' thing would be come out smoking and be like, smoking kills. And so does Bobby Guns. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, well, you see, I'm like a... A, a basic B beach um, in that I like never really got into sort of like the dub X dub stuff or like the death match kind of stuff until later, like later on and then sort of realizing what they are for you guys and everything. So like, I don't really have, I don't really have an answer for that. Um, but like, I remember just going back and watching evolve stuff. Or like even there was that documentary on BBC, right? And it was like Pete Dunne back in the day wrestling in his little, and his in his little uh, local blooming, uh, what would you call it? Like, not, not a church, like a community hall or whatever yeah, it okay. is. It's the town like, hall. Stuff like that, yeah. Or like Spud, uh, Rockstar Spud, when he was knocking about with his giant hair and everything, which might be like basic. No, no, don't, no, don't, no, don't, don't, no, Andrew, you're missing the point. Away. This is this is the idea. There's so many di- different bubbles now. I mean, oh, back when bubbles. wrestling was a thing in the mm. UK and Ireland, there were so many bubbles. There was the I- ICW bubble, the Progress bubble, and all the others. They've all popped now. But 
Who was yours? Who was somebody you looked at and looked, wow, that's nice. I think I probably probably Peter Peter Doom. Yeah. I was like, he's a, he's a cool dude. He's doing all the flips, all the cool things. He did I used like to be very. Flips. He did used to be flippy, didn't he? He did used to be very flippy. Yeah, a lot more flippy than he is now. He was teaming with Mark Andrews in bright colors and stuff. Yeah, it's very was like, done. It was quite a, a a big like quite a big boy back then as well. Like, yeah, yeah. And to be doing that I was like, oh, that's pretty. I like him. He's pretty cool. But I never had like. I never had friends. No, I never had friends that were into wrestling. It was yeah, pretty much yeah. just me, one other guy, and then he'd got out of wrestling, and and then I slowly like started getting out of it, and then and and got back into it. But yeah, oh, big big Pete, big Pete is a good lad. I like it. <laughs> good times. And I got, thinking about that, like that, I think when he showed up for WCPW, that just showed the bubbles were in, like. People like me were like, oh, speak done. Attack pros. Very. Everyone knows who he is. He's great. All the WCPW people like, he's wearing a singlet. Crap, Jack Swagger. And Peter's like, what? It was so mad. Jack Swagger? It could be over such a small distance. Like, England's not a big place. And we, at North once, I'd just been in the Midlands watching Aussie Open get a huge reception. They come out at North, and there's like, for the opening match, big like run the jewels theme tune everyone's like doo, 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 doo. they walk out and no one there's like a polite bit of applause and i'm like i've just like three weeks ago seen these guys get a huge ovation mm. and then team white wolf come out from spain and beat them and everyone's like oh these like <laughs> it was crazy i couldn't believe it and that's not me trying to like crap on aussie open because they they are they're one of the best tag teams in the country yeah. but it was just like it was just bizarre to see the bubbles mm. thing so weird yeah, you, you think like, we're all in the same bubble and then no one pops. Like, oh. Another yeah. one, quickly. WCPW booked Winter, a.k.a. the former Nikita from um, FWA years and years Did ago. Did we? But Winter was from this, TNA. Was this Defiant Times rather than... I'll have to check which era Wait. it was. But she came Wait. out She came out the Winter song, the Winter be... You know, whatever. And like, I'm like, it's Winter from TNA. No pop. <laughs> Wait. Nothing. I'm like, it's wait a minute. You at least know Nikita, right? She was like the one lass of women's wrestling during the early 2000s, like the was one I good one, and all this. And there was like nothing. Not a sausage, we, Jack. I remember we booked Katie Lee Birchall. That was cool. She was she was cool. She was cool. Yeah, that's her. Is that her? Is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah, I thought yeah. she was she not winter? Mind she she definitely had right, right. Heart, the winter theme, which made me like, oh my god. I had to. I, she was one of the when they wrote that storyline where I had to chat everyone up she was one of the ones I had to chat up yeah. oh. she was really sound about it she was lovely but yeah did she do it as winter like Jack the Jobber I've got no. thousands of years <laughs> wait it's just NXT you know? no yeah. it was like it was like the shortest one I was running down a corridor away from Primate and stopped and was like oh you're and I took on my words so I was like oh you're Katarina Lee I think she was at the time from that that America, even though she's not American. That America. And she and she looked at me and went, That America? And then Primate burst out the door and went, Yeah, and I ran away. <laughs> it was quite it was it worked out. For being for me being a terrible actor, it actually worked out all right. Can we, we have that on the next week? <laughs> to interrupt, it was at the O2 Academy in twenty sixteen, still WCPW, Nixon Newell defeats Alex Windsor and Katarina Lee. Katarina oh, Lee, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. It went four minutes thirty. Oof. Like, well, Nixon. Well, Nixon was a dominant women's champion, so I mean, well, clearly what? at four minutes thirty, it's good. Absolutely. Anyway, anyway, enough bubbles. Number three, Tope Con. Insert wrestling greeting pun here. Nice. Um, Tope Con. Pile driver. Diddler, diddler, woof, woof, moo, moo, something delicious, etc. Bloody hell, mate. <laughs> she got all of them on a t-shirt. After a long work week, 
as I relax on my comfy couch with the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast playing on the laptop. Jack has now just mentioned that he's been sitting on a story for a couple of weeks now, and he has been looking oh, looking for an opening to fit said story in. Knowing this crowd, I'm not the first one to ask this particular question, but it's worth a shot. Jack, what's the story you'd like to tell us? And as an aside, why haven't you or Owen brought the flipping belt into the office for our champion, for your champion, the lovely Ross? You lazy bastards. What it says here. I say that with love, mostly, it says. I have absolutely no idea, WTF, I'm even talking about at this point, mostly because it's 7.15pm and I haven't eaten a damn thing all day. So I think I need to stop typing and go get food now. Cheers, lads. Eric from Boston, MA. I like how he typed how he was feeling, like Shatner. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling tired and hungry, must stop. I'm just looking now where the belt is usually kept, and it's not there. It's here. So, did we do what we dropped it off? So, Owen dropped it off the other day. He has, in oh. fact, dropped it off for Ross, but obviously Ross is off this week, so it's oh. still nowhere to be seen on the channel as of yet. But I'm, oh. I'm feeling like Clarence is going to replace the belt anyway. I think Clarence, Clarence has a bigger presence Bloody hell. right now. Um, I like that you said he made the journey. So, obviously, what, five minutes away from your house? In the snow. <laughs> oh. Um, now I have to point out that I'm ju- I'm only going to tell this story if you guys are all right with it because I chose this question in the mailbag and it feels a bit cheeky to be like, well, you know. It depends. Is it a good story or is it a crap story? The more at first I thought this will be a good story for the podcast, and the, you know when you the more you think about it, you lose a bit of confidence. Oh, you're hesitating. So, yeah, you got to tell it then. You, you got to tell it. You built it up this so story, much. Go on, Andrew. This, Andrew, get you get you get your drink, and then just. just oh, I'll just try and keep it quite. No, go on, I, go no, on, go on. I'm not telling it because it's got an amazing punchline or anything. I'd really like to know your thoughts on what happened to me in this Ooh. story. Oh. Okay. And to build it up a little bit, apart from like, like family deaths and stuff, really serious stuff. Apart from that. I'd probably say it was like the worst day of my life, right? Wow. I know, I know, I know. Just in terms of day-to-day stuff going wrong, it was the worst day of my life in a Mr. Bean sort of way, right? <laughs> not not in terms of people, not in terms of serious, serious things going wrong. But turkey it, on the head. Did you put a yeah, turkey like, on the like head? Yeah, like the slapsticks. Drive the car, <laughs> the broomstick. So I, um, I'd recently broken up with my first ever girlfriend, so I was feeling quite down anyway, right? I was at uni and... There's been a night out the night before and we brought people back to the kitchen in our halls for a bit of a post session, a few drinks and stuff. Then I'd gone to bed quite early because I was still feeling a bit down. I was like, I don't really want to stay up too long with, with everyone. Just went to bed. Get woken up at about like 9 p.m. the next, 9 a.m. Sorry, the next day. Knock on the door from one of the porters in the building. He was like, is that Jack? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, the senior tutor wants to see you. The senior tutor was like a woman called Jill. She was like the, like the, like the headmistress if, if uni was of the of the building and uh i'm blind and hangover get dragged down and stuff and she sits me down on my own in this room with her and goes so there was a fire in your kitchen last night and we've uh we've had reports that it was you who did it what have you got to say for yourself and i'm like right i didn't do it and then she went look i know you did it i'm gonna i'm gonna have to get you to go around and basically wake up everyone who was involved and bring them down here. And I was like, fair enough, but I didn't do it. And then she went, look, I'm not afraid to get the police involved here. And I went, I didn't do it. And I think because I didn't panic when she, I did panic. I was like, I didn't, I was hungover. And I just, I was like, I'm single and hungover and I don't know what I'm doing. But I was like, 
because I didn't admit that I'd done it when she said police, I think she realized like, maybe he actually didn't do it. And she went, right. Then she went, she got this piece of paper and she went, and by the way, I'm like 19. I'm not like 12. <laughs> she gets this piece of paper out and goes, right, you're going to have to write down the names of everyone who was there when you were in the kitchen. I was like, all right. Wrote down the names of people. Most of them were from my flat, obviously. And then I just went back to bed. And then my mates got dragged down there and they came back and I was like, so what happened? And they were like, so one of the other like people that we'd invited back to our kitchen, I can't say his name, <laughs> was a lad called Roger. <laughs> and, and Roger was there because he fancied one of the other girls who was there. And she'd accidentally left an oven glove on top of the hob and it had set on fire. And to protect this girl that he fancied, he just said that I was there and it was me. And I was like, oh. And um, nothing ever came of it. Obviously, they got told off for accidentally starting the fire. But the, the, the way he told it to her must have sounded like I did it on purpose. And I, I was in bed. I wasn't even in the room. And uh, I never got an apology from Jill. And I'm still resentful to this day. Maybe that's part of the reason why I wanted to tell this story. But it's actually because I've been watching a YouTube channel with police interrogations and it felt like... <laughs> So that's my story anyway. And I'm sorry for hijacking a whole section of this podcast. This is good. Hijacking. Perfect, ah! mate. Perfect. But I just felt like I needed to get it off my chest. And maybe now, some years later, I can finally get over it because... Or we can find Jill for you so she Jill... can actually ap- apologise. Jill can just... No, she, we, we can't, why? Andrew. She's doing 20 years because of this. <laughs> why was I fine saying Jill's name but not Roger's real name? Because you want to find her, track her down. That's why. I, mean, I was annoyed at Roger as well. What's he doing? What's he on with? Starting fires. <sighs> no, protect, protecting, protecting Olivia. Oh, oh, yeah. that, was, that was her real name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we're nearly there then. Yeah, so we're so good during pretend interrogation, Jack. So if anyone wants to leave in the comments or maybe write in if they've experienced similar situations of injustice when a real panic takes hold of you because you realise I'm telling the truth and they don't believe me. But yeah, there we go. Jack, some thoughts. One, I'm pleasantly surprised to hear that someone said, you did this, we know you did, and you stood your ground because every time we had you on here, you're like, no, no. <laughs> Wait, did I? Oh, maybe I did. Uh, you know what it was, uh, you know. So I'm glad was... that you were a real serious thing. You were like, no, it wasn't. It was the arrogance of youth. I was just, I yeah, oh, no, it's, so if it happened now, you go, yeah, it was me. Maybe I I've did. I've not been in the building for three no, weeks, but it was me. The weird thing that happens, though, and I saw this on the police interrogation channel, even if you had nothing to do with it and I wasn't in the room at all, my mind still went, well, how many drinks do I have? Maybe I've forgotten uh, could i have possibly and then i had to sort of snap into it and be like no i didn't start a fire i would have remembered if i'd started a fire but yeah uh similarly i was thinking about this the other day weird bring you up when i was in uni first year in halls mm-hmm. lovely people there very different I only kept in touch with one of them and that's fine so one i like the most there was another lad there dead canny music type sports type cool whatever no problem maybe the last few months we were there Someone ate something that was his out of the fridge, which no one did. I mean, yeah. I guess some people would be out right with that, but that hadn't happened before. Spit crap. Yeah. And he got annoyed and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. You know, admit it, whatever, buy me a new one. And everybody else accused, it's like among us, everybody else accused me. Oh. Was, Matthew, just say you did it. He goes, what? How dare you? No, I would Wait, you think I'd, one, you think I'd do it. All right, maybe I would. But two, I'd admit it. I think I'm gonna lie over yogurt. 
And, um, <laughs> and then he got annoyed because everyone went, well, it must be my... Well, it wasn't. So I don't know, the, the, them Whoa. using the power of, you know, 12 angry men against us. They go, well, I think it was Matthew. You think it's Matthew as well. Right, don't you? And then they go, oh, it must have been him because this person's saying this and edging it on. And I, I hadn't. And... Again, he got more and more annoyed and because it's like, I can't believe you're not saying this is over this. I went, I didn't do it. And he didn't speak to me uh, until at the very end. I was like, all right, we'll call bye. And it was oh, like, wow. Me. He's definitely Jill's son. So I, I still <laughs> I still wonder this day who ate it and why they felt they need to blame me. Yeah. You look you... like you'd steal yogurt, Matthew. Yeah. Did, did you have your suspicions over who it might have been? No, because they're all so nice. Right. Ooh. Or maybe he ate it. I don't know why. It gets crazy speculation at that, that point. He, he ate it himself and then blamed other people because he was in <laughs> oh, a bad place. This is, like among, this is like Among Us. It Someone can happen there, in real life. It's, it's, it's sad. And actually, Jack, Someone there scoffed it, vented away, left it <laughs> yeah. left outside your room. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some wet footprints leading up yeah. to my room from the yogurt. <laughs> Emergency meeting, bang. Yeah. It's Matthew. Sus. But also, Jack, with that person there, I think, you know what, when it comes to um, relationships and trying to get people, I think you can give a bit of leeway with someone trying to blame a fire on the fact that they want to get with somebody. As long as they apologise to you and go, look, I'm sorry, but you know <laughs> this. this. Is what I, yeah. The fact that they haven't done that is, yeah, is no, shocking behaviour. He, he never apologised either. Oh. No. I know. That, I know. Hurt, that hurts more. Yeah, that know? hurts way more than that. It does. Yeah, but I didn't, I never, I mean, I, didn't, I wasn't friends with him, but I never confronted him really about it because he was the sort of I assume anyway just from the way he was he may have come from a bit of a sheltered upbringing like it was his time mm. at uni he was free like sh- there's no rules like so maybe burn all the houses down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I never I never was like mate what are you doing I just sort of you know got on with it I suppose. so you didn't you, you didn't set another mitt on fire and then throw it through his window <laughs> <laughs> This one's for you, Roger. Got you. What about you, Andrew? Have you been a falsely accused? I um, might have been on the other side of it one oh time. Oh. And I, oh, I still to this day feel quite guilty about this. It's nothing spectacular, right? It's nothing spectacular. So in first year of uni, living in halls, you got the you got the you got the refrigerators, right? You got the fridges. And on our fridges, it was like caged on on each shelf. So everybody had their own separate shelf like shelving thing. So no one could and it had a lock oh, on no. it, so you couldn't steal oh. other people's food. But um I bought a load of uh Copperberg one day and I'd put it in the freezer, just put it in the freezer. And I was like, I'll get that out later. And I put it on the top shelf and I was like, I'll get that out later. So I completely forgot to take it out later and (laughs) all the bottles exploded in the freezer and ruined someone's food, like completely just ruined all this person's food. And uh, I was in my my room and I was like, ah, there's some, I saw that shouting going on in the kitchen. There's like loads of shouting going on. So I went in the kitchen and like the there was a a Liverpudlian guy, and who was the? It was like I think it might have been an Irish lass as well, and they were just going at it, being like, "I can't believe you ruined my food! I can't believe you ruined my food!" And I was like, 
I was just stood there and, <laughs> and I was like, it was like Homer Simpson where he backs into the into the hedge. I like walked into the kitchen, saw this was going on, and and she was blaming him. And I was like, I just I just back I just back out of this oh, now. And Andrew. I I didn't say anything. And I, I I feel so guilty, right? I feel so guilty about that to this day. Um, and she like even afterwards, she was talking to me about it. Like oh, I can't believe he's done this, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, you think you know someone, Jack? I, exactly right. And I felt so bad, but me being me, being just so scared of talking to anyone, just didn't say anything and uh, and and left it there. So that 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 was that was me. That was me that put the the oven mitt on the hob there and and and, and blamed Jack pretty much. I didn't blame anybody. I just didn't own up to it. That was the, that was the problem. You put the screw in the tuna. I did. I was a, I was sure. bad. A naughty boy. Naughty boy. So I'm sorry. Yeah, everyone hates me now. <laughs> Can't wait for Ross to come back next week. There you go. No, that's <laughs> it. Thank you. You know what? All Thanks. the people going, you know what? I was liking Ross. I like an Andrew's the replacement, but after that, <laughs> grimy stories just told. Sorry. Can't believe it. Uh, by the way, the Irish lass in that story, her, her name was Keith. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was. As a quick amendment to that, I also remember the story where I was looking after, not looking after the dog, but I was in the house and the parents went out and uh, the parents came back in. They're like, cool, you have a nice time here by yourself then? It's like, yeah, sure. Cool, can you let us know why you felt the need to feed an entire large dairy milk bar to the dog? I went, <gasps> what? And I went, well, go in the kitchen and looked. On the kitchen side had been in a carrier bag, dairy milk bar, you know, the big ones for special occasions, get off your nana, had been in there. And the wrapping was off very delicately, very nicely, and it was empty. Oh. And there was a dog there looking suspicious. And I went, wait, 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 wait. I did not. <laughs> I did not. One, I'd never give a dog chocolate. Two, why do you think I'd give an entire, an entire family-sized bar to the dog? You want us to, to believe, Matthew, that this dog got that chocolate bar out of that carrier bag and as he's not like ripped it apart he's managed to open it up and he's eating it all by himself and I went yeah and he went hmm you're not that daft to like feed a dog an entire family weeks worth of chocolate in one so alright to this day I have no idea how the dog did it but thankfully the family like went yeah okay fair no, enough the dog was alright as well yeah yeah, the dog. Yeah, they, sorry, they, they checked it and it was fine. Oh, perfect. So Had to like have was... some some pills for a bit and it was fine. But uh, it it just goes to show you the family was like, well, you are thick. You are like twelve egg omelet thick, Matthew. But you're Everyone... not that thick. So it's on the cusp of being possible to do that. <laughs> Everyone was convinced he ate the yogurt. The dog thing's got no explanation. I think Matthew is Tyler Durden, oh, and for... these things are happening. <laughs> <laughs> I should also point out... His name was Keith the Irishman. His name my, was Keith the Irishman. <laughs> in my story, I did say it was the worst non-serious day of my life. And now I feel like I feel like it didn't come across that badly. And I've just remembered that I think I think that I'd broken up with my girlfriend in the early hours of that morning. Ooh. So I think it all, in, in, in total, that was a bad day. A very mm. bad day. I'm not trying to say that... People might be thinking, well, Jack's had a pretty easy ride, really, hasn't he? Got accused of something that was the worst day of his life. Yeah, but the police were almost involved, Jack. It was it was serious. It was, it was serious the, stuff. It was the worst sitcom day of my life. There we go. You're allowed to have varying levels of a worst day of your lives. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Like Solid. people listening to this podcast wondering when we get to the next question. <laughs> and that is now. Number four. How's it going, gentlemen? My name is Matt, and I've been a big fan of all you at Cultaholic for quite some time. Your channel has the right blend of news, entertainment, comedy, and realism. Ooh. Wow. And every one of you contribute to this wonderful channel to make it that way. Like Thank Gibson. you for all you do. I know that your work provides me with a lot of happiness in a time where happiness can certainly be hard to find. I live in Chicago, Illinois, which a lot of people in the wrestling world consider to be a great wrestling city. There are several places that have been dubbed great wrestling cities, and I'd love to know from your collective opinion, what are the top five wrestling cities in the world, and what is the winning formula for a great wrestling city? My top five, this person's top five, are Philadelphia, uh, London, Montreal, New York City, Chicago, with honorable mentions being Boston, Tokyo, Detroit, and Memphis. Hope you all are doing well. Thanks for reading my mailbag question and look forward to hearing your opinions. All the best, Matt. Thank, Thank you, Windy Matt. Matt. It's Thank a unique question. question. It's mm, a unique question. Right. Um, Andrew, did you laugh there because you knew what I was doing? Or you were just going like this. I don't know. You were like uh, doing some hip cool I was things my, there. Like, I, I wanted, oh, Memphis. Yeah, no, bro. I was, when he said... Memphis. I wanted to sing "Walking in Memphis," but I didn't want to for YouTube reason. No, well, you, but, too accurate. Go on. Oh, too sorry. accurate. <laughs> Good wrestling cities, eh? Yeah, yeah. I can, know a about consensus, them, right? A consensus top five. Well, Newcastle upon Tyne. Yes. Uh, the, the birthplace of NCL Absolute. Uh, WCPW. Nearly forgot. No. To name but three. ICW when they tried. It's the home of cultaholic and what culture? Well, Gate said what culture, but you know. That's right. And a little man named Pac. Yes. Mm. Lewis the Dragon Beardsley. That's right. Um, various others. Uh, H.T. Drake. Ross Tweddle is from yep. here. Me. Jack Jim Jim <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. And it's the coldest city in England, as uh, Jack has said many times. Yeah, so freezing. why wouldn't we put it there? Lovely, lovely fans, though. Lovely fans for wrestling. Uh, what about you, Andrew? How about you, you do one next? Uh, it's not a city, but and you probably you'll probably know this one very well, Matthew. What about what about Preston? What about, <laughs> oh, Preston Wait, when City have you been Wrestling. Preston? Yeah, Preston City Wrestling. Yeah, city, it's a city. Yeah, well, I, mean, well, I guess kicking and screaming. Why have you gone for Preston there, Andrew? Yeah, like th- because so where I live isn't too far from Preston. Used to play a lot of gigs in Preston. And I do just remember Preston City Wrestling. Like that was always a thing. You'd see the flyers on the on like in the venues and stuff. And I was like, God, I was out of wrestling at this point as well. And I was like, Oh, but but look at that. That looks cool. Wade Barrett and that. I feel like. Did you go to any? I didn't, and I regret uh, it so much. You know, I genuinely regret it so so much. I feel like out of all the wrestling cities in the world, though. Preston is up there. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Of course it is. <laughs> Do we actually, can we actually put Newcastle in this top five? Yeah, it's our show. Yeah. Out of nowhere in sort of the mid-2010s, it kind of became the centre of, centre of wrestling, guys. It kind of became the centre of yeah. wrestling. Many, many, many centres of wrestling. And all those companies we mentioned, only one of them is still running. Yep. Until yeah. Coldaholic Pro starts up soon. Oh, yes. <laughs> kind of weird. So Preston is one of them. Uh, Newcastle from you, Jack. We can't have Preston. I'm going <laughs> to say not? Oberhausen. Is it Oberhausen? It's 
in Germany. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Hey. <laughs> WXW territory. Yay. Yes, because they the have Grove the Street big, 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 Whoa. big shows mm. twice a year. Did they get him in? <laughs> God's sake. I'm so... The D. <clears throat> yeah. And all, some of the happiest times have been there because Germany isn't that far away for people this side of the pond, as they call it over there in that weird country, to fly over. So everybody, everybody congregates in that lovely area of Germany from all parts of the United Kingdom and Ireland, other parts of Europe, come together this wonderful melting pot of people. Something, something, Walter, something, something, Bobby Guns. What have you got next, Jack? Uh, great pick, by the way. I'm going to go for Big Tokyo. Um, it's steeped in history. A lot of great wrestlers. A lot of great shows. You know, the the Tokyo Dome, Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know if I need, how much I need to go on. But if anyone here is ever... For, if anyone listening is ever fortunate enough to go to Japan, or has been already, the food is unbelievable. The food in Japan is insane. I didn't think I'd like it because I'm not big into seafood. It's not just... Every, everything's amazing well yeah I mean I can't believe I was stupid enough to think that all they ate was fish fish and no- chips <laughs> <laughs> no but like the, the quality of the food's unbelievable I came back enjoying the food more than the wrestling man. but Tokyo is, is my option so we've got Newcastle Preston Oberhausen and Tokyo it's going well yes Andrew do you have any other cities or big towns to nominate <laughs> no, genuine probably um I think Philadelphia, because I used to love ECW growing up. I know I know when we said Philadelphia before, Matthew was like... Ugh. He went like... Ee. The reason for that, ladies and gentlemen, is, is not because I have like this anti-Philadelphia thing, but it's it's all well... One of the worst things I think ECW did was when Heyman would come out and go, you know what? You guys are the stars. Yay! Because it was part of it. Yeah, ECW had that mm. amazing crowd that fit that genre, that style. But since then, God, the, the generation after that, that the ones that go to CZW and Chikara and all the other companies around that area that would just come out to sit on their hands and boo everything <laughs> is just amazing. That, that, that lasted longer than ECW. So that's why I go, oh, great, Philly, yeah. Like but- two seconds into a match, boring. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's those wonderful Philly fans. But at the same time, they are insanely passionate. Yeah, and that's so. what I like about it the most. It's probably the heart of... And, and and the passion that those fans have. Like that watching like old ECW DVDs and stuff, that used to blow me away that people were like were so invested in it. Cause you don't get that scope when you're a kid and you're watching like Elimination Chamber or whatever, like Survivor series on DVD. Like but when you're in there and then the wrestlers are just in the crowd, like flipping into them and everything, like they genuinely make them feel like a part of that and like felt like a community and stuff. And I, I just like I like it when things like that all come together nicely, you get the crowd involved and stuff. Like, yeah, that's a good. That's good. That's a lovely way of putting that. I would say the closest I've been to that in real life is ICW in Glasgow, right. uh, because yeah, those crowds are into it, <laughs> and it's so good. And they're sweaty and they're full of beer and they're singing songs and they're just like, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my colours of my wrestler. That's who I support. I don't care what they come out and do. I don't care if they try and kill a dude with a forklift or whatever. I'm cheering them. <laughs> I've got his shirt on. It's awesome. Any other thoughts there, Jack, on the amazing? I was, I was going to just chuck in a, debate. I was going to chuck in a few honourable mentions. Uh, New York, obviously. Dallas, Chicago. 
Memphis, as the email mentioned already. I'm struggling now. Struggling now. Um, that might do. Oh, Calgary. Ooh. Oh, no, the one I was actually thinking of was Atlanta. But there we go. There we go. Atlanta. Yeah. Alberta, Canada. Yeah, so. right, yeah. Ah, that's nice. Please let us know your wrestling city picks. And we'll just go, nah, Newcastle's the best. Sorry, mate, suck it. But we'd like to hear your picks anyway. And as if this mailbag wasn't long enough, question number five. All right, lads. Great to have Andrew make his podcast debut. Brackets, I do love Ross, by the way. We knew you did. You didn't need to say that, mate. Time to initiate him with a quiz to test his knowledge. Oh, no. Because there's people who listen to SmackDown. Watch along, no. He doesn't know who Chris Benoit is, but he remembers Rodney Mack. And I am the stupidest man in the history of podcasts. No. Andrew. What? Oh, Christ. Andrew, what is a diddler? A a diddler, in the cultaholic sense of the word. Good. Is someone naughty. A a bad, a badden, as we like to call it. Not not Abaddon, the wrestler, (laughs) but a badden. You're a a naughty and you. You're a diddler. Not a badden, the wrestler. That's great, that. Because <laughs> that's how I thought she, what she were called for it. Me and So me and Adam one time, when we were preparing for a news video, he, he said to me, it's pronounced Abaddon, right? And I was like, yeah, that's what you say, Abaddon. And he's like, right, it's Abaddon. Like, and I just went, yeah, as if, you know, when someone's bad. And he's like, no, the wrestler. And I was like, yeah, Abaddon, when they're... A, you know, oh, he's there, and we went back and forth, not even knowing for so long. And then when we realised, you're like, "Yeah, Dafty, what you on about?" I had a proper go at him, like making her way to the what room. What are you doing? A badder, a badder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's me. That's it. That's the highlight of the show so far. A badder, a badder. Yeah, and we were going back and forth on this for like, not even kidding, like at least a good five minutes until we realised, oh, we're still saying we we've got two different things in mind here. <sighs> Andrew, who goes e? Who goes e? Yeah, who goes e? Yeah, this is a colourholic thing, not a wrestling thing. Not a clue. I don't know that one. It's fine. Slap oh, me at risk. Oh, that's that's it's, fine. Uh, it's fine. That's my mate James from primary school. Oh, okay. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. That's not, a season one reference. Not yeah. Roger. No, 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 Roger. No, <laughs> no, no, no. He's got me. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, who is Dan Hinkles? <laughs> Dan Hinkles. 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 Dan, Danny, Danny Hinkles. Well, well, it's Danny Danny Hinkles, first of all. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd, I'd not a clue about Danny Hinkle. I'm bad at this, aren't I? I no, no, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> not a clue. Go on, give Is me some the, context. Um, he was the, uh, what was he, owner, I guess? He was a promoter. promoter with inverted commas around it, of Five Star Wrestling, our <gasps> favourite wrestling promotion. Huh? He's, he's the Heyman. Yes. He's the Heyman. The Heyman. The Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, ECW guys didn't get paid either. Um, <laughs> I'm related, but I will be interview, I've interviewed uh, five people so far for this five-star documentary oh, that I so will do, or I'll be doing. I don't care. <laughs> I'm so excited, man. Anyway, Andrew, who was... The, oh, Christ, I don't know the answer to this. Who was the first ever induction into the Cultaholic Hall of Fame? Jesus Christ, money. Um, I, I can give you a clue. Go on. It was Ross who won. And it was the first week. So you know it was... 
It was. He's Bloody done it. Well done, me. Wow. Yes. That was class. Andrew Jack's friend had a wrestling match with Lita when touring WWE. <laughs> Why was the match stopped? Yeah, yeah, my, my friend did have a match with Lita. Because uh, Jack ran out and went, I fancy her, I fancy her. And then he had to run away really <laughs> fast. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was your angle in WCPW. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good, that. So you came out and were like, I fancy her, I fancy her. And then she was like, oh, I ran off, count out. That's why. No, uh, presumably ran off in pursuit of me rather than away from my clutches, you'd hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, this this was a story that I told once on the podcast. from pri- You know in primary school when people just make stuff up? Yeah. Like my uncle works for Nintendo... He's got a Nintendo 65. You, you mean, he doesn't? Well, he my mind does, mine does. <laughs> but this was a, a, a girl in my primary school who, because wrestling was the thing. Everyone was in wrestling back then. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I've, I've been, um, there was two of them, her and another lad. They both colluded, they fed off each other with this story that they'd both been for a tour of, a tour of WWE. Wow. Now, one, the boy said that he went into a room, opened it, and Gilbert was in there just going, ah! And he closed the door. No! And I remember, I remember all the motion that real. he did. <laughs> so he, he like closed it. He's like, I'm not, I'm not having any of Gilbert. I'm like Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. And then, ah! and then, but more angry though. Like he probably, I remember he leant towards the tarmac of the playground and went, ah! <laughs> and then uh, the girl said that she'd had a, the girl said she'd had a little practice match with Lita. But she she gave Lita the pedigree, and Lita was Lita was too hurt to continue. So she just won. This is I, amazing. I know. I wish I could remember more. Gilbert. Oh, the I should have talked. Did I not mention the Gilbert bit? I should have probably mentioned the Gilbert bit. That's the, that's so good. Because <laughs> he's just Gilbert backstage. Just, hey, yeah. how you doing, Dwayne? Yeah. But this ah. wasn't this wasn't like a tour of Titan Towers or a tour of a backstage. Oh. It was just a tour of the WWF. <laughs> you see, shoot Gilbert anyway Gee. Andrew the last question in five star <sighs> wrestling during the snowstorm who did, who did Alberto Del Rio wrestle oh no I I knew that Alberto Del Rio had wrestled but I don't know who he wrestled that's the that's the, the Matthew Greg no it was uh, Jack's friend oh, how funny it was <laughs> she gave, Mr. Jody Fleisch yeah, Jody Flash. Yes. Uh, it's just the fact that we would have talked about that show in front of dozens of people during the Beast from East. Anyway, it doesn't matter about that. You, um, I could work out the scores, but you passed I got two. in our hearts, Andrew. I, oh, I got okay, two. Thank you. Thank you. I got two right. I'll take that. Better than none. Anyway, cheers. Jack Coyle. Thank you, Jack, for that. Thank amazing. you. That was a healthy round of questions. Queries, thoughts, and everything else. Thank you very much for keeping the mailbag consistently good to people who watch this show. I've got to say, I don't know how Ross does it, but I found myself really struggling hard with which ones to pick because there was a really strong week for the mailbag. So, yeah, thanks, everybody. There you go. Well, there you go. Jack just told you to send them again. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of Australians in this one. So that's mailbag at cultaholic.com. Yeah. Oh, still my bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. No, you did great. Yeah. Well, you clearly didn't steal it all because you got the name right. <laughs> oh, and that's oh, the police. Whoop, whoop. Oh, Jack's called, called on Jill. Was Jill's coming out. for you. She's been listening. There's police yeah, where's Owen and yeah. the oven glove? Yeah. Cool. On that note, next segment. 
if the show wasn't long enough. Reese's Pieces. Hope you're all good, lads. Since every recent mailbag has quizzed you on international slang terms, I thought I'd throw out a quiz for slang terms that originate from our beautiful country, the United Kingdom. These terms typically originate from ethnically diverse youth cultures and neighbourhoods in areas like Midlands, London, and even up to north in Manchester and Yorkshire. <laughs> oh. A lot of Tories associate the language with minority groups and lower class, ah, lower class criminals. But that couldn't be further from the truth, as it's common throughout many social classes depending on the city you grew up in and the people you grew around. If you struggle to get any of these right, you may need to diversify your friendships or encourage diverse people to migrate over to Newcastle. We're not Have you just heard how, how good the wrestling is? Well, yeah, <laughs> we're not we're not the, we're not the most diverse place in the in the country. We've got a Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. But, some, <laughs> some of these terms are more difficult than the others. Here's the terms from all around oh, the United Kingdom. I'll get, Google, I'll, get Google, I'll get Google in case we can't. It's it's weird that we should diversify people from around the country to come up to Newcastle and live here. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get. <laughs> that works, right? We're gonna anyway, come, go on. Let I'm, me know when you're quite, ready. I'm quite worried from the description that we're gonna seem like the uncoolest, like whitest well, lads. What do you mean? Well, you wait, me? wait, wait, wait. Hey, yeah, I'm we're all going to be We're so cool. Yeah, we're so cool. We are cool. <laughs> but I mean, what? I speak to people from around England. Yeah, we'll know these. We'll but know, you're supposed to know every bit of colloquialism in the area. No, we'll, <laughs> knock, we'll knock these off in a second. Anyway, wait, wait, wait. It's like, you're, you're getting defensive. I'm like, we'd be defensive for you. <laughs> this, is, this is you being guilty again, Jack, for not <laughs> Safe. Sounds, mate. Like, yeah, it's good, that. Yeah. Sound. Oh, Sound. safe. Like, Sound something good's happened. Is that, is that right, Jack? Oh, yeah, check what safe means. Just to say safe over and over again for your life. good. Sweet, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, good. Okay. Can, you can also you can use bear safe to mean very good. Whoa, bear, bear. safe. Bears bear. are very safe. Not bear like that, like bear like oh mate, oh. that is bear wicked. Oh, like nothing bear. but safe. I guess. <laughs> I'm not, a, not a cool. I'm not a teenager. More hands, more hand symbols, Jack. Go on. It's bear wicked. <laughs> oh, now you've said it. Now I, now I get it. It's so tubular. Sorry, it's gonna get, it's gonna get better. Uh, yard, home. I'm going yard, mate. Uh, I didn't know that one, yeah. I thought yardie was a thing, like working class man. Maybe, I don't know. Can you Google it then? <laughs> what, yard or yardie? Oh, yard, ignore me, man, made up once. I don't, yeah. Yard is hanging ground, chilling ground, home, area where you live. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Peak. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh. I've Googled yardie. What, what is yardie? It's a person who is a native of Jamaica, according to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> oh, that's oh, I was oh. this close. But I thought I thought it was like a I thought it was like a like a pejorative, like a like like it was associated with like gang culture. But maybe I'm just totally wrong. Oh no, I'm not like doing slurs, am I? I don't think you're doing <laughs> oh, slurs. Nah. I don't think I don't think you are. I'm, I'm sure sorry. A, I'm sure there's a gang called that in GTA, the most PC of all computer games. <laughs> Oh, wait, you know, it was a film, Yardy. Oh, well. Directed by oh. Idris Elba, that's right. Oh, well, yeah. We'll be fine. Oh, what's going on there? Oh, no, there we go. There we go. GTA. Bloody Vin Uh-oh. Diesel's just driven past that. <laughs> it's the word police, not the guys. <laughs> uh, peak. P-E-A-K. It's a lovely district. Yes, it England. is. I can no, tell um, you. It's, uh, peak means um, 
like the opposite, the very bottom, the worst something could be, oh, mate, that's a bit shocking. That's peak. Is that what that means? I believe so. I can have a check. I don't think I've ever used it in a. I mean, way, other, than, other than p- the peak of. Uh... I've I watched Top Boy recently, so. Don't lie. You hang out with old cool kids around. Yeah. <laughs> around convenience store. So the the uh, the example given here is. Oh no! My phone battery just died. That's peak for you. So that's yeah. It's the worst. It could be peak. Yeah. What what are you using by the way? Is it Urban Dictionary? It is unfortunately oh, okay, Urban cool. Dictionary, but I can't think of what else to use really. No, no, I mean, I, if you can't trust Urban Dictionary, where can you yeah. trust? Uh, it says, I'm not sure if it's a typo or not, it just says P, the letter P. P? Well, P's is money. What, like, just the letter? As in, like, Seaman driving a German whip, blacked out windows, P's and that. Got money and stuff. Huh. I'm not down with kids. <laughs> I, just don't, I just don't understand. <laughs> you said it in such a... <laughs> Oh, I'm not down with kids. I'm just not down with kids. I just <sighs> get me back on farm. Get me back. I'll be like, right. Before before I came here, I worked on a farm for a little bit. Yeah, of course you did. Of course I did, because that's I all that I was, grew up around. That's like national service in Yorkshire. I was born in a trough. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly like Jesus. <laughs> uh, what you saying? What's going on? Yeah. How's it going? You all right? Yeah, it's, it's all yeah. self-explanatory. Yeah, that's a good one. That's fine. I thought that could be a, like, I was like, well, like what are you talking about? What are you saying person? means what's up. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm doing bad here. Uh, no, you got lo- it. You got it. You got it. Low it. But low is spelled L-O-W-E. Low it. Low it, fam. Low it. Allow it. L- love it. Let it go. Oh, let it go. Allow, allow it. it. Like, oh, allow like, it. Like, allow, allow it. it. Oh, yeah. right. yeah. I guess so. it. I think so. Low it, low it. Again, I'm so glad I watched Top Boy recently. <laughs> See, I, I watched it last year and I've forgotten everything. It's good though, isn't it? I know, I know, uh, clicking and that's it. What? But yeah, oh, what do they do? Clicking? Clicking. Kissing their teeth. Kissing, like, Kissing their teeth. Clicking mm. their teeth. Jesus Christ. We're so, so cool. I can't remember was... anything about anything. All right, wrestling is all I have. No, Kano was in it and he was a really good actor actually. Couldn't believe it. So I've seen a little film called Chicken Run recently. <laughs> there you go. It's a bit like Top Boy. <laughs> Mrs. Tweedy. Mrs. Tweedy. Chickens go in. Bye's come out. <laughs> the chickens have escaped. Ah, low it. Yeah. <laughs> we can get bare peas from these chicken pies. Oh, uh, dear. Bait. Obvious. That's, that's food. Maybe. Bait. If you bait yourself out, I know this one. I just can't explain it. Being bait is being like... So, like, if if someone's puffing away on a doobie of marijuana and then someone's like, oh, no, oh, the police are coming, the police are coming, they're like, stop being bait. Like, stop. Don't make it obvious. Just be uh, calm. Okay. I guess. I'm going to find that Well, one yeah, out. I guess, because that, that would be bait, right? That would be bait for the police to come in. <laughs> That'd be right, bait. That'd be proper bait, that. <laughs> Oh no, Urban Dictionary says it's short for masturbation. Oh no. <laughs> that I know can't that. be true. Bait, when something is obvious, it's bait that you were bare prang. No. Okay. Uh, You're yeah. saying words now, Jack. It's... Yeah, uh, garms. Garms. Oh, come on. Garms. Got some wavy garms, mate? Yeah, I thought it was clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Oh, like, uh, no. Garment, garments. Garment, yeah. you want, yeah. Okay. Oh, here's one. Oh, good. I've got one. Mandem. 
Yeah, the thing you run. <laughs> group of group of males. Yes. And if you get to the, the if you beat all the henchmen numbered numerically, <laughs> Jakes. I don't Jakes. know. Is that like Japes? <clears throat> no, it's like J- Jake is in the name with an S on the end. I'm not exactly certain. Nah, near clue. A group of jerks. Ah, I, I didn't know. Nah, I've, I've got it. It's the police. Oh, it's the fuzz. It's the, the five. It's the rosers. The rosers. Yeah. <laughs> Any more? It's uh, the filth. It's the, the fuzz. The filth. Yes. <laughs> it's the pigs. No. <laughs> Shook. That's like scared, worried. Yeah. Yeah. Worried. Is it, is it scared like, or shook? I'm shook. I'm shook, fam. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Just like that. <laughs> I went to York. Dungeons were closed. I was shook. I was shook. <laughs> Scary in them dungeons. Maybe, I'm telling maybe, you. We're, maybe, we're, maybe we're too northern. You know. Could be. Uh, yeah. We, they all do we, we seem quite. Are. They do seem quite like southern slang sayings. Yeah. Is that is, is that fair to say? I think this person said around the United Kingdom. Could someone clarify? These these all look very south. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ends. E-N-D-S. Ends is like your neighbourhood. Like, oh, let's go back to my ends. Ah. That makes sense. A, 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 a draw. A draw something, spelled something, like D-I-A-W. Something, something drug related. I'm not sure what. Like an amount of... Ah. Uh, oh, a draw oh, a measurement. Or something. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is good. I'm going to talk to my southern friends on Facebook Messenger and show them <laughs> what I know. Um... Oh, Urban Dictionary's let me down on this one. Ooh. It's the accepted pronunciation of drawers, which refers to a male's underwear or boxes. That's just a definite... That's, that's, yeah. that's not urban. <laughs> nah, that's not urban dictionary. That's suburban dictionary. Uh, <laughs> uh, ops. O-P-P-S. Oh, my God. Ops. So Special ops. I'm Tom Clancy. Sure, I'm, yeah. sure that, I'm sure that ops is like what like drill rappers call their... People that they want to shoot opponents like ops. Whoa! Oh, like, op- yeah, opposition. And yeah, okay. Homer and B. That. I've got Gally on me. Up block Bally on me. Panic and dash. Then man run and retreat. That's that's a song that I know by. Awesome. That's sick. That by by unknown T. Homer sick. and B. That's a good one. He's got Gally on him. Up block oh, he's unknown. On him. Oh, that's why I haven't. I didn't know that. <laughs> up up block Bally on him. He's on his opposition's block. He's in the ends of his ops. He's got a balaclava on. Then they panic and dash. Then man run and retreat. I've never felt oh. so out of place right now. Like, this is great. This is so relevant to I'm, me in my inter- Yeah, this is this is why I'm doing so well now. I've been I've gone through a bit of a phase of listening to Unknown T, but it leads to a whole murky world of drill music, which is just terrifying, really. Because like, there's a lot of actual deaths that have happened in in, in, in stuff around it. Mm. Yeah. I was into Unknown S more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Unknown T was a thing. <laughs> Uh, gully, don't know. I feel like I know. Oh, lads, I've just I've just remembered that Richard's listening to this because he's editing. He'll know every single of these. Every one of these. Oh, he'd be laughing at us so much. Is is an impression of what Richard looks like right now? 
He's got, <laughs> he's got us. He's got us on Skype to his mates. Go listen to these lads. He'll be, yeah, he'll be wearing his fancy shirts. He'll be like, he'll be on his little smoky stick thing. I don't know what they call vapes. That's it. Smoke. <laughs> yeah. He'll just be kicked back on his chair, just and just just absolutely the the, yeah. the the saddest expression on his face ever. Absolutely. In case they were like watching this out of context and just think like, what is this? Is this like we're trying to prove something? No, we have a segment on the podcast. We're going through slang because we use our colloquialisms like <laughs> D instead of do. And all the stuff. Uh, so people are sending theirs, and this is trying to see if we can guess them. So this, isn't this like... is comfortably the worst we've ever done. Yeah, but oh, absolutely. Golly... But we're not we're not from the the yeah, south. We're, we're not from Australia. The south's only Australia. down there. That's why it's fun. Oh, oh, we annoyed all the Americans because we. <laughs> you said <laughs> you said they say y'all all the time. So imagine what the the south are going to say. So Golly is. Apparently, something from the streets or something that's a bit gangster, a bit G. Whoa, Golly. I see. Okay, so Un- we are not gully. Un- no. <laughs> that's how you say that. We are not gully. <laughs> yeah, and finally, no, we're not, we're not. finally, dead ting. Ugly. Dead ting. It's a if dead thing, though. Her friend is a dead ting. Take one for the team with the brethren. I know. Jack's lying. Man Jack, let them. Jack, Jack knows every single one of these. That's a pop song, that one. That one's that one in the charts. Funky Pops. Friday by Dave. Dave, he's just called Dave. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Oh, okay. You got that lad on stage. You got that lad on stage at Glastonbury, and they did that song. Tiago Silva. You got that lad on stage at Glastonbury. Ooh, the oh, meme. Nice. Alex, from, Alex from Glastonbury, and Dave. <laughs> what? Brilliant. No. If you know, then they'll make perfect sense. But it just sounds like I'm just naming people. <laughs> yeah. Dave and Dave. Alex, you know it. Dave. Dave and Alex. Dave. Was performing at Glastonbury yeah. and invited a lad named Alex, just out of the crowd, just some teenager, to rap the other half of his song with him because the ah. other rapper, the other rapper wasn't there. Was and he then blown did, up? What? Was he blown up? Was he blown up? Was he oh, was he, was he tired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then Alex did it so enthusiastically that it travelled across the internet and became a bit of a meme. Wow. Do you not remember Alex from Glastonbury? Like, vaguely. He had a bucket hat on and a PSG shirt. No. 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 I don't. Okay. And he was it was bait that he was bare... Ting, bro. No, no. <laughs> well, I don't know you lads, but I'm shook. We have thoroughly embarrassed ourselves. <laughs> yeah, this has just been a humiliating... We look like the white... We look like the guys complaining about Bad Bunny now, and I feel good at Urban Dictionary... <laughs> May not show the most accurate descriptions, so if you're still confused with some of these, please don't hesitate to hit me up. I'll just be hiding from you, I think. Oh, Much love, love <laughs> you guys, right, are the most natural, non-journalist wrestling content creators on YouTube. Keep up are the great the... work. Thank are you, Manny. Thank how, you how should we say something? What was, he called, of... what was he called, sorry? Manny. Thank you, Manny. Cheers. Manny, cheers. thank you, I'm trying Manny. to think, what should we say from our respective colloquialism slang place to say, thank you, Manny. That was bare whack, Manny. It's uh, white no, from hours, from hours, from our colloquial. Oh, from our, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just tapping into my, that will bear my definite Yorkshireness right there. <laughs> yeah, ta-ra, Manny, gang yeah. what, what would we say? Um, Nee bother, kidder. Nee bother. Aye. Aye. See you in a bit, Manny. Oh, See you in a bit, That aye. was lovely. That was get, the, br- get the brew on and don't drop your luggy. Along yeah, the Scotswood I get Road. Ketalon. I get Ketalon for you, pal. Don't you panic. There's we'll one, have a brew. You, you know when we were watching, was it Yorkshire? Like It was one of those ones like Yorkshire Fireman Sam or whatever. It was yeah. one of those things. And the one thing that, from me and wrestlers like Prince Amin, Rampage, one's from Yorkshire. Yeah. 
I noticed that it is true that they do kind of do this where in Yorkshire Fireman Sam or whatever, he goes like, just going to stick a bit of the kettle on. Like he does like a little like staccato kind of like stick, stick a, a bit, bit of kettle on. Stick a bit of, put a bit of biscuit in, in brew. A, just like that. Put a bit of biscuit. You do. You like. What's that? There's a lot of, yeah. It's because we miss most of the tea. Like if, when you say the, you don't say the, you say the. To, yeah. Just like, oh, right. uh, you know, the, the book over there. So you've got to cram the teas in. When so you've you got to get the teas in where you can, in not not the right place. That's what it is. It's like a machine gun. Like a machine gun, yeah. That's right. You're going to get, your, you're gonna get your, the teas in because you're going to have your scran later on. I just scran. Can't, scran. No time for faffing about. <laughs> he knows. Aye. Well, on that bombshell, thank you very much for the Reese's Pieces. I can't wait to see which country we or area of the oh, same country bollocks um, part of the world that we live in that we don't know the colloquialisms and slang. Please, please educate us by sending your magnificent word pieces to mailbag at cultaholic.com. or any Reese's pieces for that matter. It doesn't have to be accent based. I think we're just on a run at the minute, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Can you remember any from the American one? Y'all. God willing. God willing, and the the creek don't rise. Oh yeah, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Alamo! Oh my god. <laughs> it's Cultaholics! The question. Okay, so it's gonna sound weird, Andrew, but at the end of this bit, mm-hmm. I have to do this noise. I'm contractually obligated to, so. Ah, what a great podcast. Thank you for touching your heart. That's That meant a lot to me, mate. Uh, people like that, because I did it one time seriously and everyone laughed. <laughs> and the big question. Beg your pardon. Go on, Andrew. I was going to say, it, it, it's nice. It, it brings the segment in nicely. It's comforting when you go, ah. That's Tetley. There you go. Some shouting, some shouting going on outside. Some shouting. Oh, is there? Sorry, wait, wait, two seconds. Who is it? Jill. <laughs> it's Jill. It's Jill. No, I just heard some shouting. Lifted up the window and it was as they were walking past, just talking. <laughs> and they all just looked at me I like heard- that. <laughs> Well, they think I'm a freak now. Because I'm just... <laughs> Noises. <laughs> Mate, you can't mess with the man, Dem. The uh, big question were, this week... on my, on my ends? The big no. question this week, kicking and screaming, is... Who should the Royal Rumble winners face at WrestleMania? Who should they select? Who should they select? Yeah, I didn't say that very well. Apologies. No, no, it's, I, was just, I was just adding a new... Yeah. Bit of spice to that. Spin. Yeah. Hot. That's right. So we got we got Bit Edge. <laughs> yeah, so right now Edge is going through all the brands. And he's shaking their hands and go, Oh, and what do you do? Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, what a lovely contribution you do here. Uh, is it Otis? Fantastic. And uh and is this Tucker? Does he work here? Is he a fan? <laughs> anyway, he's going through all the brands, hasn't picked who he's gonna wrestle yet, so we should be discussing this. And also, Banker Belair still has to decide. Of that amazing segment, who she's going to whip her hair on. So, yes. Jack, start off with you, Mr. Wrestling, as they call you in the biz. Who do you, you think Edge should be cashing in on? Not cashing uh, in, that's wrong, isn't it? Selecting. Uh, I, know, I know what you mean. Um, I think that Edge shouldn't pick Balor, stay away from the old NXT. I think that. I don't think he need. Originally, I was against him going against Roman. But I'll say you should select Roman, which looks like it is probably going to happen. But only if he loses, Roman mm-hmm. should win. Well, Roman should win that. 
I don't want Roman's momentum to be kind of halted by by Edge. Um, but with Edge, I'm not too bothered as long as it's one of the two main ones and probably that he loses, which is a shame. But, you know, it's time to... You can't be sacrificing Roman or Drew if he keeps the belt through Elimination Chamber. So, yeah. What, what, what do you think, Andrew? Uh, I would also go for that. Me, I love NXT and stuff. And I'd give anything to see Edge versus Balor in any other kind of context rather than a than a title match, I think. Mm. But with the way that Roman seemed like quite concerned about Edge as a threat, I think that makes more sense. I think there's a more interesting match to be had with Roman rather than Drew. Um, so I... I I also agree that I think he should probably lose, which is a bit weird, like him winning the Rumble and then he's got all this momentum behind him because he's just come back again after another injury. And uh, and he's taking all this momentum into WrestleMania and he's building so much buzz around all these promos and stuff he's doing. But I think if you take the belt off Roman, then that stunts all the work that he's done up to yeah. now. And that doesn't make that doesn't make much sense. That doesn't make much sense. Especially, I don't know if they are going to build up to it, but like maybe a, a Rock versus Roman thing down the line somewhere. Um, but yeah, I think I think for for Edge, yeah, I think Roman, Roman, without a doubt, it seems like the most interesting one to me, at least anyway. Matthew, I'll go with Drew because Oof. as much as I'd like to see a Roman versus Edge match of who has the worst spear in WWE, uh, I'm more interested in the idea of keeping Drew, of his character, that's right, the screen just came on for some reason, yep. Andrew, don't get scared. Uh, Drew's gimmick has been, at times, oh, I'm such a big fan of all these wrestlers. E on Scotland, <laughs> we had one TV in our entire village, and so the time I'd get to watch WWF was very precious, and all this stuff that they write about him. It would make sense. He goes, ah, oh, Edge, I'm such a big fan. I can't wait to kick your teeth down your throat. I mean, that'd, yeah. be, that'd be great. I can see that being well. It is kind of get awkward with Sheamus and that, but hopefully I'll just be the build-up. I feel like whatever. that's going to be the match, the WrestleMania match for Drew, mm. which sounds weird, but they've been building to it for a while. I think that would annoy Sheamus more. Oh, really? Drew, I'm going to get you. I'm going to do such bad things to you. And he's like, oh, that sounds bad. I want to fight you as well. But after Edge, because he's way more famous. And then, like, <laughs> Sheamus, how dare you? And then, like, Sheamus could interfere in that match then, and like, Edge could beat Drew or whatever, and Edge can then go, well, I've still got it. I beat Drew. And then. Oh, you think Edge will beat Drew? Uh, to set up Sheamus versus Drew, because I think that'd be good. It's like, oh, you Drew think he can wait? Edge. You think he can wait? Because Edge, Edge was in the sexy 98 period, and I was in the <laughs> ugly 2010 period. Oh, that's right. I'm going to kick you as well. I think that would work better. Okay, mm. fair enough. But, 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 but so for the women's one. Okay, yeah. We've got Bianca Belair. She's got Io Shirai in NXT, Sasha Banks in SmackDown, Asuka on Raw. But it'll, it'll, I'm thinking it'll probably be Lacey Evans, Charlotte mm. for the Raw belt. I mean, that's speculation, but it seems to be the way they're going for the Raw belt and for the heart of her dad. Um, <coughs> and so I think, I mean, it's got to be Bianca and Sasha, hasn't it? Surely. That's the one here. And they're both good, so it should be really good if they do that. But, Andrew, do you agree? I agree. I think that's, uh, again, yeah. I think that's the most interesting one because I think it is going to be Charlotte and Lacey <coughs> fighting over that. And I don't think I don't think Bianca will go back to challenge EO. That seems like... It sounds bad to say, like, a regression for her to do something like that. 
you but know. But it sort of would be the. But it, it would be exactly, yeah. So yeah, I think Sasha and, and Bianca. I think it would be a really good match as well. I think they've got mm. like almost similarish styles. Like I think they fair go hard on each other. Bianca's certainly got the size and strength advantage, though. She does. She's trying to she analyse this a little bit. Uh, she's, she's picking up Otis and everything. <sighs> Blow me in, hey. Otis is like 50 Sasha Banks. <laughs> this is crazy. It's actually a measurement now. <laughs> uh, because he's about a third third Otis. Oh, okay. All right, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with you. I can't say anybody else but that. Uh, obviously, Charlotte and Lacey may not need the title. They'll still have a Ric Flair on a pole match. And yeah. they can do that. And you could be cutting promos the entire time. I think that would work all right. But for now, keep it simple. Keep them away from Raw. Banger's doing too... Banger's too good for the disgusting disgust of Raw right now. So, yeah, keep on SmackDown. <laughs> keep her in the good place. High above the mucky muck. Yeah, <laughs> high above the, the mucky disgusting muck. disgust. Yeah. <laughs> and this exact moment Matthew ran out of steam, so he just said the same word again. Yes, disgusting disgust of Raw. Yeah, SmackDown be great. Looking forward to it. Scene, yeah, yes. I can't think of anything. Yeah, there. yeah, it's nothing interesting there. Right, well, just, yeah, two, two pretty good wrestlers to, going at it. I guess Fantastic. to end, we could say, Andrew, how you found your first? Oh, absolutely, it's been yeah, nice. It's been look, thank you so much for thank you. for easing me into this whole thing. I was genuinely so nervous before, Were you? but like, yeah, no. it's, it's, a, it's a strange one. It's a straight, I, I just get nervous about anything. I wake up in the morning, ah, oh, oh, I've got to get in the shower. What if the shower's too hot? I'm nervous right. about that, and like, do you know what I mean? Just everything. Just, just gets to me. But you guys have been so welcoming and so nice. So thank you for having me. Thank you very much oh. for having me. Well, Andrew, you've put us in a good Marty. So appreciate your, your decorum, your face, and everything else you brought to the table today. And, you know, as Heidegger said, everything, everything is anxiety. So maybe that's good for you. It only works for me. But, Andrew, this is the time of the show. I know most people don't get this far. What do you have to plug? What is on tap? Oof, what is on tap? Uh, I get, uh, we've got predictions coming out. I'm going to be on predictions this week. And also, Ooh. I usually do the Twitch on the Mondays, uh, twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic. Uh, it's sometimes I'm making Lego. Sometimes, like, this week just gone, I'm doing flips and stuff for whatever reason. Yeah, I put, what, I put, oh, what type of flips? Uh, front flips. You do front flips? Well, like, I put loads of cushions there. I can nearly land a front flip, right? I can nearly land a front flip. And I was like, I can do it. I can do it. And one of these days, I'm going to do it. Just from standing, I'm going to do it. Uh, but I didn't get very far. Did it about twice on Monday. And then as, as the week has gone on, my back has got worse because I'm quite an old man now. <laughs> but we do all daft things. We do all daft things. It's basically just a nice excuse to chat to to the people that watch these these things and all the nice people out there that support us, which is good. Wow, well, you've sold me. I mean, between, <laughs> between your front flips and Pachiti's headstands, it's going to be like Osprey Ricochet. <laughs> we'll get together. Fantastic. Well, that's me excited. Jack, what have you got for us? Um, Twitch with Owen on Wednesdays at 6pm. Coldaholic FC have made the playoffs uh, so there'll be there'll yeah. be play there'll be some playoffs coming up soon. Maybe we'll lose in the first round. I don't know, but we have to tune in to find out. And there might, depending on how far we get, there might be some end of season award votes to do as well. But that could be the one after, depending on how far we get. We really don't know, but we've made it. We've snuck into the playoffs. I'm actually we were actually shaking. But afterwards, we were like, oh my god, it was tense. So that's Wednesdays at six p.m. 
Wow, and it sounds really anticlimactic. But on Twitch on Saturday, I'm continuing my playthrough the first time, surprisingly to some people, of Resi 1. Ooh. Original one. Uh, so I could see all the cutscenes past the, what? don't, stop, don't go through that door, and all the other <laughs> stuff that people love. So that's fun. Everyone in the chat is there going, I can't believe I haven't played this game before. Watch out, Matthew. The zombies in it. You might get scared. <laughs> so appreciate that. But that's all of us. As a reminder, you can go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Send any votes to the magnificent Hall of Fame. And you can also send us any questions, your theories, your slang, and everything else you'd like to send us at mailbag at cultaholic.com. Doesn't sound right, does it? Ah, I got it right. No, it's not. Right. It was just because you said <laughs> at, at mailbag at cultaholic.com. But now... It's the end. And Andrew, we'd like to end the show by putting our fists, these things here, up to the camera and saying the famous cultaholic expression. It's a count of three, which is, of course, one, two, three. Join, Join us. Wagga, 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 